we got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, hello? Hello, how's it going? Yo, what's up? What's up? It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me press the button that makes my face show up on your screen. Yes. There we go. I love pressing that button. It really it really bridges the gap, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the main reason I still use this, just to bridge the gap with the button. We need to bridge gaps more than ever right now, <laughs> is, the, is the impression I'm getting from international politics. Yes. Yeah. What, uh, which, which gap would you bridge first? Hmm. You know, right now, yeah, I would definitely say between the Italian PM and her ex-boyfriend. Ooh, nice. Do you hear about the split? No, no. no. Yeah, it's um, it's brutal. Apparently, the uh, the fascist prime minister of Italy um has uh, or had a boyfriend, and apparently, she dumped him because he was talking to other people about how he was looking for a foursome. Oh. Wow. I wasn't even aware of who the Italian thing to do. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember years ago, like Berlusconi, he was the first kind of dirty Italian prime minister that you'd hear about all the time. Well, look, to to mend the the broken heart of the the ultra fash, we need to immediately deploy uh, Voshvidja over there like Kylie Jenner with a fucking Coke. Was it Pepsi? Yeah, I need to be. I need to be one of the the foursome. Is what you're saying? We need to. We need to bring them together with like me and a hot like Italian woman, right? With with, with who, who with who's blonde and has skin tanner than her hair is dark. <laughs> you open with the diet Pepsi, and then behind like from your other arm behind your back, it's just like a pile of condoms, lube, and uh, edible sex toys and things like that. Be fantastic. Edible sex toys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like the underwear. Yeah, like the underwear. There's a bunch of different shit. Do people actually use those, or is that purely a gimmick thing? Because I, if I'm fucking, I would never think, like, I want to start eating this, like, semi-edible uh, underwear. You know, I would never think that. I, I have known one person who has attempted the edible underwear, uh, and the only thing that they were willing to divulge was that it works about as well as you expect, which is not at all. Uh <laughs> And uh, it's a mess. It seems more like a gag gift than something actually erotic that someone would use. It's it's made out of like a type of uh, a gelatin, basically. And like, you know, like if you're wearing underwear, there's a lot of friction there between the whole crotchable area and your your thighs. uh, And that just kind of makes it into this big gooey mess. You know, it's it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, it reminds me a bit. It's kind of like a worse version of fondant. You got? Have you guys ever had anything that's like primarily made of fondant? No, I don't no, even know, I what, even that know what that is. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like okay, okay. You okay? You oh, by the way, I'm streaming, so don't say the n-word. We're about okay, to stream you... soon, but <laughs> I okay, was just you... about to say the n-word. Uh, oh hi, got you, got you. Damn um, it! Just in time. Okay, okay. You know that trend where it's like um, 
uh, oh, look, do you, do you see this like a uh, basket full of fruits? This is actually a cake. And then a knife comes in and cuts it in half. Oh, oh yeah, I know yeah, what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So fondant is basically like a food material that you can print stuff onto. So you can like print an image Wacky. or or paint one on. And fondant is used for a lot of like pretty baking food, but it's huh. not very tasty, and I hate it because I think it kind of destroys the um, it, it kind of destroys the the like charm of making something beautiful out of food if you're basically just making normal food and then draping this edible sheet of sugar over it that that just elevates it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I I don't know if I've ever eaten fondant it. You before. might have. It's yeah. just sweet. It's it's not that good. It's just like, yeah, it's sugar clay, basically. <laughs> yeah, the CIA Weird. is putting that in everything these days. We're going to oh, get yeah, started sure. on on Make my end here. Uh so we're going to we're going to do it live. Here we go. In the beginning there was nothing. And then there was the Drunken Peasants Podcast. I gotta get away this. No! Say, hey, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on you, man. I don't have facts to back this up. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. That's <laughs> true. Sometimes I cry. Miss my laugh. <laughs> From the strangest corners of the internet, here to bring you opinions of the world from an altered perspective. Here are your hosts, the Drunken Peasants. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Drunken Peasants Woo! Podcast. This is episode twelve fifty nine. Doing live. Doing it live. got jeff holiday back again we got vosh back again welcome back guys we appreciate Once you being more here. into the breach what's let's up? go what's up what's up <clears throat> so vosh how you been i'm pretty good uh working hard to solve the israel palestine dispute you know i feel like i've made a lot of headway in the past um in the past couple of days uh Excellent. so hopefully that bears fruit soon so is this like a speed run challenge between you and sean king then I could not believe, <laughs> man. Okay, you know that tweet where it's like, um, uh, heartwarming person you already hated uh, does something to validate your preconceived negative bias towards them, or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Sean King has done that for me fifty times. This might have been the best one. It's pretty incredible. It's pretty wild. Like, there's uh, a lot of a lot of things from like my old shitlord days, where I was like, you know, maybe that person really wasn't so bad, and some actually even became my friends. Uh, and then there's some that are just like, you know, no, no, I was right about that one. I was definitely right about that one. And Sean King, I wear that like a feather in my cap. So that's, uh, that's okay. Keep validating my bad behavior from five years ago, Sean King. Yeah, wait, hold on. There are people in chat who are asking what happened. Do you want to deal with what? Oh, do you want to explain? Yeah. Oh, 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 with God. The, the oh, hostage. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good Lord. Uh, yeah, no, I was, uh, <clears throat> I was the right there, baby. I was right there. Featuring Smooth Ben, Vush Bat, and founder of Kekistan, Jeff Holland. <laughs> that's that's one of them. Smooth that's Ben. That's one of them. Because I shaved, I, I shaved my beard, like, to the skin for the first time in a very long time. And smooth Ben. I'm regretting it. I, I don't like, I don't like Smooth Ben. It's uncanny valley, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I was uh, I was right there at the at the front lines of the meme war. Thankfully, I was never a part of Gamergate, but uh, 
after that uh, anti-SJW, Skeptosphere, all that kind of stuff. Uh, accidentally founded a hate movement. You know, the kind of stuff you just, when you're a scamp, when you're a little scamp like me, we've, you just kind We've of all into. done a little trolling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, when the dust cleared, and then you kind of, like, look behind you, and you're like, oh, no, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, you, you, you kind of shift directions just a little bit. and it, it, it only It's only a little bit. You only got to do a little bit, and that little shift in direction, just, like, it gaps further you go, and then things get a lot better. So what you're yeah. saying is is that um you know you may have done some bad things but you did not um snakishly tie to, try to take credit for the release of um uh Hamas hostages. True, I never did that. I've done some pretty abhorrent shit in the past, but you know what? I never gone there. It was never that ballsy, you know. I also never sold um an online uh, ed- university or course system, you know, there's quite a few of those out from some of my uh, my former contemporaries. Those are interesting. I uh, sure, yeah. I mean, God, it you pays. almost started a religion. I did. I came really, really close, and then people really talked close. me out of it. <laughs> I I still technically own the business entity yeah. of Scientarianism, but uh, no, I I pulled back from that one. People were like, "It's a bad idea, dude." It's it's. Your heart's in the right place, but yeah. So uh, since since I know we're edging some people to chat, too, like Sean King is like a dipshit would be um, journalist slash activist, and he got into a public fight with the families of some of the hostages over his oh my God. over how much he did to secure their release. So mm-hmm. basically, like he's arguing with them, like, no, actually, I helped a lot. It's it's kind of like um, who who was that celebrity who was like, hmm, if I had been there. On 9-11. It would have been different. Who was that again? Elon? No, no, no. It was like uh, Mark something or, or yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, if I had been on that plane. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you something. If I was on that plane. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's been trying to get a pardon for years because he was convicted of like a like a hate crime when he was a yeah. teenager. And he's yeah. been trying to clear his name for that forever. I don't think they're ever going to give it to him. No, no. How no. bad of a hate crime? Are we talking like a little he fucky like, wucky? He blinded an Asian man and I think said that <laughs> he was doing it because the guy was Asian. I think he was probably like yeah. 16 or 17. He, he beat him with his life. He was a street It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that seems pretty bad, I guess. Yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah, I never well, did that. If only he had put that energy towards the 9-11 hijackers. I know. I know. He should have saved it up. He would have gone after them because they're Arab. He he wouldn't have even noticed the hijacking. He just would have saw like a different ethnicity and he would have charged with them. Wow, Mr. Wahlberg, how did you know that those guys are going to hijack the plane? Hijack now? (laughs) You were having a great night. Thank you so much, Coopcar. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know what? If Mark Wahlberg had not become a musician slash slash actor, he could have just worked for the TSA. Yeah, yeah, honestly, um, sure. kind of a missed calling. Thank you for the donut, by the way. I saw Thank you. I appreciate um, it. Yeah, so we we need a Mark Wahlberg in in Gaza right now, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he, I don't I think he'd be too indiscriminate to be effective. You know, they, although it might ban them all together because he's running around just beating the shit out of everybody, and they're like, we both have to come together to do something about this motherfucking Mark Wahlberg. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it'd be like Watchmen. It would be like the giant interdimensional tentacle alien. 
yeah. of the Israel-Palestine conflict. It would just be Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it'd just be this drunk Bostonian running around screaming obscenities <laughs> and beating the shit out of people in the street. It can't be stopped. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Racist Rambo, a.k.a. Rambo. Um, yeah. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? Uh, doing all right. Um, I just I, I'm doing this uh, diet, this intermittent fasting where I only eat every other day and every day Fun. I don't eat as hell. But it, I'm seeing results, but it's it's pretty ridiculous. The days so I you're don't starving eat. yourself. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that sounds um, that sounds wretched. I, I mean, I, I, I don't think I could do it, to be honest. I'm three months in and I've lost like 25 pounds. But I it's it's so like I, I've slipped up twice. I've slipped up twice where I ate two days in a row because I was like, fuck it, I'm eating. But most of the time, I've just ate every other day. And I try not to eat was too that, much on my eating day. That was when we were in Portland That's one of weekend. the. That's one of yeah, them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then I went yeah, to a Bumbershoot, well, the Bumbershoot Music Festival in Seattle. And uh, there, was, there was like a pizza stand there. And I was like, fuck it, I'm eating pizza. Listen, man, uh, having to be, uh, you know, party to my literal crimes, uh, that'll make you eat. It'll make you eat. Yeah. Still haven't gotten that pumpkin back that I stole from that bar, but that's not here. The he stole a pumpkin from a bar. I was very drunk. Um, well, it's, it's seasonal. And what were they going to do with it anyway? Yeah. Wait, Stupid. is it a toy pumpkin or is it a real pumpkin? A real Oh, one. no, it was, it was a full pumpkin. I tried to hide it under my jacket. It didn't work, so I just walked out with it. It's very stupid. Well, they wouldn't um, want to fight you because you have the pumpkin. My favorite That's guest true. on DP. Aww, wow. uh-huh. thank you very much, Logic Blaster. Um, yeah, no, I'm doing the opposite of Ben. Uh, tonight I made uh, pork chops marinated for six hours, potatoes al gratin, and a and I made a fucking uh, spinach and mushroom quiche with chevre. So yeah, it was very decadent. mean. You're being very mean right now. Yeah, you're killing mm. me. I got an air fryer, so for the past, like, two weeks, my primary meal of every day has been I take, like, five golden potatoes, and I scallop them, and I toss mm. them in there with a fuckload of salt and pepper, and then I'm just very happy. Delicious. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that Absolutely. sounds good. I try to eat more heavy foods, because before, I used to try to count calories. You know, I was still eating every day, but I was meticulous about calories and uh, doing cardio and stuff, and now I just eat every other day. I just eat nothing on, on my off days. All I can have is water, black coffee, or or tea. No sugar, no cream, nothing like that. And that's all I consume. Yeah, yeah. And this is fun for you. It's not fun. <laughs> no, it's not fun. But but being fat was less fun, and I was like the fattest I had ever been in my life. I'm only five eight, and I was like two hundred and five pounds at my heaviest. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so I had nearly 300. I, I had a, a much higher ceiling. Um, I could not not eat for a day. It's I, I, I didn't think I could, but I got used to it. So uh, I'm not I doing about, it forever. Once I get to my goal, then I'll try to figure out something, you know, to maintain. About the time that the pandemic hit, I had a like, well, so I was great during the beginning of the pandemic. I was thriving. I'm like, dude, yes, finally the fucking end of the world. Let's go. And then when it was obvious it wasn't going to be the end of the world, I fell into a depression where I uh, didn't eat for six weeks. I just drank nothing but IPAs. And I lost like 35 pounds. You could try that, Ben. No, I'm fine. I'm just fine with okay. how, this, how this is working. It okay. turns out the world very rarely ends. It just gets worse. 
So yeah. it's yeah, it turns out because everyone says that, right? Like what this the it's uh, well, you know, the what is the end? Really? I mean, it's just worse but fast. Well, we're actually getting worse but slow. Is the world maybe, maybe fast sometimes? For most people, I would say the end of the world is the end of humanity. That's what they're speaking about. Like when they say that, right? Is that how you normally yeah. take it, or you take it as just like the Earth is dead? I, mean, I think we're pretty resilient. I, I probably like the end of humanity. Yeah. Who else is going to document shit after right. we're done? But like, even then, people always say like, "Oh, it's the end." I don't really think we're going to end, right? Like, even in some big nuclear scenario, I, I don't really think that's going to happen. I just think things are going to get a lot worse for yeah. for some you know indeterminate length of time. I always kind of picture it like in the in the post-apocalyptic kind of notion of it's not really the end of humanity; it's the end of civilization as we know it. You know, like. Uh, everything is 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 shuttered. People have to scavenge or or band together or whatever. It's just it's like a di- It's the opposite of the singularity. It's like this de-evolution where all of the bullshit that clutters our lives is now gone. I can't believe and, uh, how much Vosh is the survival more important. Date. He's eloquent. Fun, oh goodness! Very dapper for the ladies <laughs> in his new shirt collection. Shame he's only interested in male horses. Yeah, shame I don't have. Um... I'm also the uh, reverse Andrew Tate in terms of physique as well. Um, so we got we to gotta work on that one. Thank you. You have to become a reverse world kickboxing champion, whatever that is. In every, yeah, in every way possible. You know, yeah. just like the dark mirror to their achievements. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad the world hasn't ended because if it did, I wouldn't be able to get my golden potatoes uh, for, for a couple bucks at the, uh, at the local store. Wouldn't it, no, you know what the reverse Andrew Tate like? Well, no, okay. I was trying to think of like what would be the like the reverse of a uh, you know world renowned kickboxer, and the first thing I thought of as far as the physicality was like whatever martial arts Steven Seagal pretends to know. That might work, maybe. Yeah, uh, Steven Seagal is, is fucking um is fucking hilarious. He's like, isn't he in with Putin? Like, yes. he's, he's in with the Russian. Oligarch. I think he has yes. Russian citizenship. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, very very funny i i wonder if there's a reverse steven seagal where there's an obnoxiously like american russian who who does all the same bits but in the other direction Mm. that would be interesting well and and also he's like super hyper masculine and everything it could be that one uh that one tiktok uh personality vladimir do you know that guy no uh, he shows he's, he shows up uh, looking like this e girl kitten princess with like Barbie shirts and everything. And the mm-hmm. angle is perfect. The makeup's on point, and like talks to them for a couple of seconds, and then he like turns to the side and flexes, and he's fucking ripped as shit. Go deep, deep voice, yeah. That might be the opposite. Steven, of that has to be Americanized because being gay uh, and, and wearing <laughs> feminine clothing is illegal in Russia at the moment. True, I think he's in. I think he lives in America, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, I saw yeah, I, I saw a uh, Pussy Riot perform at at Bumbershoot in Seattle. You know those women? They got like arrested by Putin, and he like sent Cossacks to beat the shit out of them when they protested at the Olympics in Russia. Mm-hmm. That, like Putin threw mm-hmm. them in jail a bunch of times. I I saw them at Bumbershoot. It was really crazy because I never thought I'd ever see them. I just thought that they'd like stay in prison forever or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I turned out they followed me on. Um uh on uh twitter recently so i followed back and they've been doom posting for a while i think this is why we have to transition to green energy okay because like 90 percent of the world's crazy dictatorships all survive on um oil exports 
So that, like it's very, very easy for them. If if everyone had to get like their fucking solar panel parts from factories all over the world, it would be almost impossible to be a crazy dictator. Hmm. Speaking of music, did you know Steven Seagal released a reggae album? Reggae. <laughs> it's very yeah. bad. It's amazing. What an eclectic uh, individual. Yeah, he, it has such amazing lines as uh, Mi Wanda Punani. It's pretty great. <laughs> That's not a joke. Mi, That's mi Wanda Punani. Serious. Yeah, Mi Wanda Punani. Uh, you can actually just like search YouTube. Search on YouTube for Steven Seagal, Mi Wanda Punani. And you spell it, it just like that. And you'll vaguely race it. I'm, I'm shocked that Steven Seagal would be problematic. <laughs> it's incredible. Is Punani like. Okay, maybe I'm the racist. Is Punani AAVE? I don't even know. Who <sighs> says that? Where is that from? I'm I think it's sure. a pretty old adage, honestly. What is the etymology? It's one of those Punani? things. Yeah, it's one of those things where I know what it means, but I don't know where it came from at all. Punani. It's just a goofy word. It's just, you know, it's, it's a cartoon word. It's a silly, silly word. Okay, from someone Jamaican says Jamaican. Creole. Yeah, yeah, from Jamaican Creole. Yes, Punani, it was racist. From, uh, possibly influenced by English poon for vagina or French putain or from Hawaiian puanani, beautiful flower. <laughs> Interesting. I love it. Well, see, it means it means beautiful flower. So really, you can say you can use the word punani. You're being uh, like uh, you're like Georgia O'Keefe. in culture and you're being complimentary. Yeah, you're calling her. She's, that's uh, they're uh, a beautiful flower. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, still a. Uh, extremely weird word um so you know i i'm i'm feeling chill vibes today which i like because i am actually fucking exhausted today i've had the worst month with regards to energy levels because i have been i i have been fighting to get my adderall i've been searching for my adderall as one would like uh, a, a a hidden idol in a lost aztec temple you know i'm i'm searching and struggling and i keep getting hit by setback after setback but i think tomorrow i'm actually gonna get it you know i've said that before but we'll see uh, my suggestion is uh if you know anybody who works in the service industry uh see if they can ask the servers at the restaurant they'll probably know <laughs> yeah probably Every, it's everyone's having trouble getting it right now. It's just shortage all across the board. You got to call mm-hmm. like a million pharmacies, and a lot of them don't even pick up. You know, but yeah. to 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 compensate for my inability to um, uh, get stuff done medicated, I've been trying very hard to just get stuff done anyway, like mm-hmm. skill issue. Uh, and as a product of that, I did a bunch of cleaning the other day, so I'm tired both because I'm unmedicated and because my back hurts because I'm I'm sore. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I took Adderall. I would wake up the next morning and just feel drained until I took it again. I stopped taking it eventually. It's been years, but it I've been a watcher for many years, but almost never watch live. Couldn't miss my two favorite guests. Nice. Have you heard the blast radius horse cock song? I cannot, Gosh, I can't escape vans. it. It's the <laughs> oh. Adderall extended release and is far more available. It's not oh. the exact same drug. I've tried Vivance and I've tried uh, Ritalin. Adderall's the shit. How about, Cocaine. Uh, yeah, that's, it might be easier to get at this point, honestly. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I, I tried a tea made out of cocoa leaves, and it was I, – I want it forever now. Uh, when uh, last, time I was up in, <laughs> last time I was up in Canada, I was, I, I was hanging out with Adam in Canada, and we went to this store where they make this cocoa leaf tea. It's like a cafe. And yeah. 
we we drank some of it and I felt so energized. I was like, this is I want this to be my morning coffee every day. Sure. Can we yeah, make it happen? Absolutely. I mean, look, I'm going to be totally honest here. Uh, legalize all drugs. You know, I've uh, held that position for a really long time. Um, you know, if people are going to do uh, things with uh, coca leaf or, God forbid, co- cocaine. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've done my body weight in fucking cocaine, all right? I, <laughs> okay. I haven't for a long time, but uh, uh, it's fucking disgusting how they make it. It's foul. Don't it is like one me. of the most disgusting processes Wait, how ever. do they make cocaine? Oh, my God. So many fucking different chemicals as they reduce and cook the shit out of the leaf. Uh, wash it in fucking gasoline. I mean, it's disgusting. Disgusting. I think uh, Louis Thoreau, was it, uh, went... Uh, into the jungle uh, in Colombia and uh, got to got to meet a guy that makes cocaine and he documented the whole process and it's it's just fucking disgusting dude to be fair it's wouldn't so... that be the case for like basically every drug we take right like I mean if you go through a pharmaceutical process I'm sure it's like ah oh, in this step they put it through super acid and then in this step they yeah. like you know they they get this 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 chemical that you can only find from the asshole of like an orangutan and they bleach it with that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I suppose it's more it's more like I'm pretty sure there are other chemicals you can use instead of gasoline, you know, um, and the process by which they make it is is it's just it's toxic. It's foul. The nature of like how people are compelled or sometimes forced into the manufacture of a lot of these drugs is pretty fucked up, too. Um, but yeah, so there's like and in drug culture, especially with cocaine, there's always this thing of like. Yo, dude, this is the purest stuff I've ever gotten. This is like straight cartel coke, man. And that doesn't mean shit. It could still be, like, uncut without something extra added to it. It's still fucking disgusting. It's still gross how they make it. So, well, yeah. Yeah. Vosh, so. did you see uh, Did you see Jank Uger and Pierce Morgan talk about the Israel-Palestine thing that was going on? No, I saw Hassan. Uh, talk about it with with Pierce Morgan. I can't imagine the conversation with Jenk went that much better. Pierce Morgan is such an empty suit, man. There's like very very little of a conversation you can have with him in the best case scenario. Yeah, he's a okay. Well, but here's the question that I have for you before we get into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is more despicable and foul? Is it Piers Morgan or is it uh, Bill Maher? Because that's a question I struggle with sometimes, and I have my reasons for it. But uh, I think it's a valid question. <sighs> Fuck, I don't know. They're bad in such. Pier- Pierce Morgan is more like of a slimy suit. Bill Maher is like a hardcore conspiracist who probably actually believes the stupid shit that he says. I don't really know. They're they're like slimy in different ways. It's kind of hard yeah. to say. I choose. I, I I think I like Bill Maher better out of the two because Bill Maher is actually funny to me sometimes. Like he says, like he's a comedian, and sometimes he makes me laugh. And Pierce Morgan's not funny to me. He's just kind of. When was not... the last time Bill Maher made you laugh? I was about uh, to say it's the same. I mean, I've seen thing. some of his stand up before. I don't know. I can't. I I didn't. I didn't like keep a log of it, but I'm at, I'm being asked to choose between the two, so I picked one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, my no, get, get that. Yeah, some old videos probably because he has turned into the most like smarmy, self righteous, obnoxious motherfucker. I can I can deal with um, a lot of shit if it's packaged funny, right? Like Dave Chappelle, you know. Um, 
the I don't get like the same kind of immediate disgust reaction from him, even after he put out like what three comedy specials that are all about how I don't know fucking trans women are men. I haven't fucking he's whatever weird shit he's on because at least he's funny, right? Bill Maher is so insufferable these days. He's like um. Who am I thinking of? Am I thinking of Hitchens or not Hitchens, right? That that like new atheist guy who was the smuggest motherfucker on the planet. Hitchens you know? was one of the new atheist guys. I'm just not sure. Uh, was it Hitchens? Or do you who, mean Dawkins? Really annoying one. Sam Harris. Dawkins. Uh, I, think, Dawkins. I, think, I think I mean Dawkins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fucking yeah, that guy. Dawkins, Dawkins is, is pretty fucking insufferable, too. It's it's it, I mean, I hate to be that guy, but it really is just like the the attitude they, that they employs. It's just off putting. Before we before yes. we watch the the jank uh, Pierce Morgan thing, I just want to show these to you guys. Have, have either of you guys been to the gum wall before? Yes, I hate the gum wall. Okay. Uh, no. Okay, uh, there's there's a wall, there's an alleyway near the Pike Place Market in Seattle where people stick their used chewing gum all over the walls, and Gross. it's kind of a weird tourist attraction, and I saw this video today, and I'm like scarred for life by it, <laughs> so just uh, trigger warning, if anyone has gum trigger, check this out. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, man. This is a kink. This is kink posting. This, this reminds me of that one video of the sex worker who posted a picture of her or a video of her licking a toilet seat that made everyone lose their mind. The difference being, you know, for a fact that they like bleached that shit clean, like cleaner than any surface on Earth before doing sure. that video. But you can't do that for a gum wall. So this this bitch is raw dogging like every herpes uh, carrier. <sighs> In, in Seattle, I do want to point out that Billy has done something like this. He pulled one off and chewed on it for a couple seconds. That's one time. worse. Yeah, he like <sighs> we were we were doing a, a stream where we were walking around down there, and he asked these girls to pick which one they like best, and he pulled one off and gnawed on it for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so did That's that work? Disgusting. The girls like that. Is that the strat they, that I that I need to pick up? I guess so. Yeah, I think they did enjoy it. I think they liked it. Um, Whatever. Because they, they stuck Jesus around the whole time. Ugh. All right. So no, now, thank you. All right. So we'll, we'll decide what grosses us, uh, grosses us out more, this or Pierce Morgan. Well, joining me <laughs> Fair. It's the founder of the world's most influential progressive online channel, The Young Turks, a Democratic presidential hopeful. Uh, Why is he running for president? Uh, oh. You know, I don't fucking know, dude. He's he's a wacky guy. I I feel like he's just trying to get money to like cobble together donation funds and to get people to buy his book and stuff. I've heard the TYT network isn't doing that hot at the moment, like monetarily. Hmm. Um, I don't know, man. He's he's being real wacky. I met him in D.C. like uh, like a month ago. He he um, did not look very happy to see me. I would expect it. Wonderful. Now we can have a real game of gay chicken. Bill Maher is getting gay worse chicken. every day. His gay club random podcast is insufferable. Gay chicken is it better played between two completely straight men where they act. It's basically like they who can act gayer towards each other without like full like you get as close to you as you can without full on butt fucking basically. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, think that works when you're straight, but. Uh, 
Wait, Jeff, you're under guys, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll put it this way. So we, we, me and Joe hung out one time in Portland and he decided to play gay chicken with me until he realized I wasn't fucking playing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Th- that's, that's literally like a fucking, um, yaoi doujin reaction image or something like when, when the guy you've been playing gay chicken, when you realize the guy you've been playing gay chicken with is not in fact playing gay chicken, um, <laughs> You know, if if you're both really good at it, you have like a gay guy and a straight guy who both just fucked each other, and and the straight guy's like, well, shit, I don't know. I don't... You're really good at this, man. <laughs> you're a natural. You're a fucking natural. I've I've been holding out this whole time. You know how how where, where do we go next? They just marry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Jenk. You go, Jenk. Uh, great to have you on the program. Thank you very much indeed for joining me. Uh, I'll be following your tweets with interest uh, this week. You've been getting increasingly uh, angry, I think it'd be fair to say. He said, I'm now enormously frustrated by U.S. and Israeli governments. You know, he tried to run for what, Senate or something, and he couldn't even win a primary or anything, so why? There was a special election in California for a a House rep seat, and he did quite poorly. Yeah. That was like, that for me, it was that, and it was the um, Joshua for Congress guy in Washington that were like the two big examples of how internet clout does not a candidacy win, you know? Oh, it, it, like, I give you, it, it does not translate. I'll give you two more examples, but it's in another country. It was Dankula and Sargon running over yes. in the UK. Uh, oh, no. It's like being popular online actually makes you a worse candidate somehow. Eric <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in Gaza. I will not be shy in sharing that opinion on Piers Morgan's show today. Um, why are you so frustrated? Yeah. Well, honestly, I, I didn't expect the framing that you put on this segment, and it's uh, framing like that. That's disgusting. So I don't see what this has anything to do with anti-Semitism. I, I formed Young Turks and TYT with two Jewish friends who are some of my- I feel like the anger that he has is played up a lot. They they had a documentary that they funded themselves. It was called, like, Mad as Hell. That was the, the title of it. So I think he wants to kind of have that persona as, like, a like a tough guy who's mad all the time. Uh, kind of, mm. You saw how he was acting when Alex Jones broke into their set, and he was like, "We talk about Saudi Arabia all the time," you know. Oh yeah, yeah. that was incredible. Yeah, I am. Friends growing up, we've known each other and been brothers for over forty years now. So 40? I think what Hamas did is disgusting. I cry uh, for those Israeli innocent civilians. Uh, but do I see you guys crying for Palestinians? I mean, Chris Christie was just on here treating it like it's no big deal because, what, Palestinian lives don't matter? I think the real bigotry here is saying that Palestinians, we can kill three times as many of them already, and this is the appetizer. Netanyahu and his barbaric government have not even started the entree of murder and death and mayhem they're about to do, and that's somehow okay, killing three times. Is it wrong that every time I hear Netanyahu, I literally think of Net and Yuhu? Like how that stuck in my brain forever you know remember kanye when he had the net in the bottle of yoohoo oh christ yeah no, okay yeah, i forgot about that yeah it, it it is really cool right now how like half of all journalists in the western world their job right now is to is to like look you directly in the eye and say so you oppose genocide can you answer to this horrendous anti-semitism you've just expressed you know and that's and that's just the entire 
discourse. I'm reminded of the Palestinian representative from the uh, or the Palestinian Authority rep who was doing interviews in BBC. He was he was doing like five a day, man. He was like racing between studios and he found that some members of his family had been killed um, in, in Israeli airstrike. And uh, one of the BBC interviewers opened with, hey, just heard that some of your family members died. That sucks. Hey, do you condemn Hamas? Like, oh, <laughs> not even an exaggeration, not even a little bit of an exaggeration. Like, holy shit. And that's just all journalists right now. That's what you go to journalism school for. It's, it's how to disingenuously weaponize anti-Semitism uh, to uh, cover up for war crimes. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's, that's powerful. That's a powerful move there. Like, hey, yeah, uh, sorry about your family. Do you condemn? As many Palestinian civilians, let alone the occupation, which is bigotry by definition. We say that everyone in the world can uh, defend themselves, can have their own state, can have sovereignty, except the Palestinians. And the reasoning behind that is the Palestinians are what? Uh, They're what? The idea is that they are savages and that Muslims are too violent and cannot control themselves. So they must be occupied for 56 brutal, disgusting years. So I've had enough of the bigotry against Muslims and Palestinians And I need you to speak out against that instead of covering every outrageous, atrocious action of the right wing government of Israel and going, oh, it's anti-Semitism. No, and there is global anti-Semitism. There's anti-Semitism here in this country. Two synagogues were shot up, Pittsburgh and in Southern California. We fight against that all the time. But then whenever Israel is criticized, you people go, oh, no, it's anti-Semitism. No, there's real anti-Semitism. Instead of attacking that, all you guys mm-hmm. ever do is hide behind the veil of anti-Semitism. Do you know why well, Palestinians well, might not like Israelis? Because uh, they've been oppressed jump, for 56 straight years. This is... This is uh, Jenk's greatest strength as a commenter and as an interviewer is that he never shuts the fuck up and he's very <laughs> loud. It's actually incredibly useful. He's like he's like a truck, like beep beep. He just like rams straight through the uh, the conversation. It's a very powerful rhetorical tactic, especially when your opponent, Pierce Morgan in this case, is a giant pussy cuck like Pierce Morgan is. So <laughs> it's especially effective when you're fighting a wet noodle of a of a person, you know, finger quotes around person like Pierce, because you know all he can really do is sort of ineptly go like, um, excuse me, so it's my turn. It's, um, mum said. You have to let me speak as well, and 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 Jenk just doesn't give a fuck, and it's it's very respectable. I hear you, I hear you, and let me respond. Uh, a, I'm not you guys. I don't think I fit into any neat fit on this issue at all. Trans Pierce um, Morgan. B, I've <laughs> Pierce Morgan. They them. But the story. Yeah, I think... Pierce Morgan with the uh, guys is not a gender neutral addresser, by the way. <laughs> More fairly than most people, I've had many pro-Palestinian voices I've given a huge platform for. They've been getting enormous audiences from Bassam Yusuf to others. And I've done that quite deliberately because I think these voices I think these voices are important to be heard, including yours. Uh, I certainly wasn't accusing you, by the way, or your organization of anti-Semitism. I just think I have found it as somebody who's always identified as liberal myself. uh, I found it very dispiriting to see people who call themselves liberals who've whose instant response, it seemed to me, to one of the worst terror attacks we've ever seen was to immediately side with the place where these attacks have been launched from. Now, I don't 
tar all Palestinians with the brush of being Hamas at all. Uh, and in fact, the sooner Hamas are out of there, the better for the Palestinian people and the world. Um, but I just think the only human response you can have is, as you did, by the way, to your credit, is it was disgusting what happened on October the 7th. Now, the question then becomes, what is a proportionate response by Israel? Uh, not just the terror attacks of October Wait, the 7th. Can I, can I just say how, like, mascot... So there are a lot of lefties whose immediate response to the attack from Hamas was to do this, like, oh, Hamas are, like, revolutionary, oh, they're fighting back against their oppressor, which is dumb, because Hamas is, like, an Islamic jihadist org that doesn't give a fuck, and they all want to get their versions in heaven or whatever. Like, it's they're not a good org. We do not need to stand under no circumstances, blah, blah, blah. But Jenk is not, like, a Twitter lefty. I'm positive that Jenk at no point was like, yeah, go Hamas or whatever. So the fact that he still has to do this performative, like, condemn Hamas bit, or like Pierce Morgan is like, oh, well, I'm glad you at least acknowledge that Hamas is bad, shows, like, it's so fucking disingenuous, you know? Like, there's never, like, if it's, it's, it's like, um, if Hamas did not exist, Israel and Zionists would construct one, which they did. Hamas didn't exist. And then Netanyahu worked to, to fund and promote uh, Hamas and, and basically disempower their alternatives. So, you know, that we live in that world. Yeah, I had to look it up because I didn't really know the history of Hamas and that, it, uh, you know, it's been around for over 30 years and that it was it was like an offshoot of the Muslim Brotherhood, which is a name we used to hear a lot during you know, like the U.S. wars in the Middle East, like Afghanistan and uh, Iraq and stuff like that. We would hear like Muslim Brotherhood all the time, but I didn't really know the origin of that. So I didn't know. Uh, so like it, it was Netanyahu that kind of propped them up. While he was yeah so so yeah Hamas sorry I I because I I just want to say Hamas was um they they came about basically like um in the eighties and you know obviously Palestinian people don't have a lot of hope in a diplomatic solution with regards to their plight so the idea of like radical Islamism as a solution you know like would you rather die to an airstrike or would you rather die like fighting for your people that kind of shit you know same thing happens everywhere um Mujahideen Al Qaeda like everywhere right um. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, BB Netanyahu, um, and this is all like an open secret, right? Like it's none of this is like a conspiracy. Uh, he and his government spent decades like making Hamas the only option for the Palestinian people by cutting off diplomatic routes, uh, literally arresting members of their opposition and classifying them as terrorist organizations. And he's explicitly said he wants there to be like a religious Islamist leadership in in Palestine because the main thing that Israel wants is to make sure that they don't get the denunciation of the international community and it makes Israel look much better if they're fighting against crazy jihadists and not like say I don't know a secular humanist organization which is what was there originally and they got replaced you know right yeah sorry I mean it's, that's well, that, a very like, unfunny ramble no no, no, no that no, makes no, sense it's totally fine uh, like so, and I I'm glad you you said it because like out of all of the the Middle Eastern countries and like the histories and and how they developed and whatnot, Palestine uh, and Hamas, uh, everything that happens in Gaza is the one that I know the least amount, uh, and there's a reason for that, uh, mostly because uh, you, you can't really say anything about the issue without getting crucified by at least somebody, um, but I do think that's fascinating because. Uh, that's that's like a tried and true method that has happened in the Middle East many many times. You know, the destab destabilization of Iran was specifically to combat 
uh, you know, a more uh, left wing push and to destabilize the region into something that is going to be more uh, amenable to a very specific uh, conservative foreign affairs bent. And uh, it's it's really strange. Like the enemy, the enemy of peace uh, really is people's uh, fear of, of, you know, secularism, like you were saying, of, uh, of, of liberal ideas, of, of tolerance. And that's it, it, that doesn't that doesn't pay. It doesn't pay for people who are trying to stay in control. Obviously, there is now a huge ongoing escalation in what has been, as you rightly say, a 56-year war, effectively, in varying degrees over that period. And that's where I think I'm struggling to see how a ground invasion by Israel, with all that that would entail, particularly mass deaths of Palestinian civilians, how that is going to do anything for any peaceful resolution to this. I think it will have the opposite effect. Yes. So let's take it one at a time. First of all, as you rightly point out, on Young Turks, uh, we covered uh, the atrocious actions of Hamas right from the get go. And we condemned it as fully as anyone can possibly condemn it, because not only are they killing those poor, innocent Israelis that didn't do anything, those little babies and the grandmothers, it's disgusting what they did. But on top of that, They've, they're ruining the Palestinian cause. They've burned the moral high ground to cinders. And then on top is, of that, this they is smear... Bad. This is stupid. <laughs> it's chink, of course it is. Yeah, this is really fucking dumb. It's, so first of all, like this environment where you have to spend 15 minutes performatively denouncing the group that everyone dislikes. Like, yeah, oh, in the Western world, there's just so much love for Hamas. Like, yeah, this is definitely like an <laughs> issue we have to, you know... Uh, settle and really work the details out on. And for two, this like the moral high ground being burnt, you know, which is fucking bullshit. That's, this would be like saying like, oh, yeah, well, I used to be anti-slavery, but then there was this slave revolt and the revolting slaves like killed a bunch of innocents. So now it's like, eh. like, what the fuck does Hamas have to do with the moral question of the treatment of the Palestinian people? The answer is nothing, literally nothing. Yeah. Um, totally disconnected issues. But the connection of them, the idea of like, oh, well, because Hamas is bad, that means that the treatment of the Palestinian people is more justified, is literally the definition of collective punishment, which is what Israel has been doing for decades, is doing now, and is literally a war crime. Like, that logic is a war crime in and of itself. What would you figure would be the the most efficient way to purge Hamas from, like, the Palestinian population to, like... Uh, con- concede land. Okay. Uh, say... Say, hey, um, we fucked up. Sorry for genociding you for decades. Ha ha. Um, here's like land. Here's like land. We're giving you the, these territories here. We're like giving you this West Bank territory back and like a bridge between that and, and Gaza. Not a bridge, like a land bridge, whatever connection. Um, and also we're going to give you resources and reparations so you can rebuild. Hamas becomes irrelevant the nanosecond that the diplomatic option is available. Like the Palestinian people experienced decades of genocide before Hamas even came to exist. So I, I feel like if the people there got even a taste of hope in a different direction, like nobody would tolerate Hamas. They wouldn't like instantly. It'd be like done, you know? Yeah. And so and, and if the Palestinians had like a level of sovereignty over themselves, that'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. You know, ideally, yeah, it's it's one of those things too. like, I mean, when people try and compare these two types of things, because, again, like I, I don't want to say too much because I'll be speaking out of ignorance. But yeah. when you do have those kind of conversations, 
you know, uh, I, I think that's a pretty that's a pretty valid point because um, Palestinians haven't been like encroaching on Israeli lands like that. That just hasn't happened. But the reverse has the verse obviously has like you can see it. It's been proven, you know, uh, maybe 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 draw them a border. Like, I don't know. Maybe it would work. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, the power differential here is so massive, right? Like, it took Hamas everything they had to do this. Like, they killed, what, like 1,300 civilians? Atheist which is a lot of people. Religious holy but... wars and theocracy. True. Mm. Yeah. Like, that took everything they had. Everything Israel has is nuclear weapons. In terms of, like, proportionate retribution, like, Hamas has to do everything. Like, Hamas has to overextend massively to do what Israel did three times over in the week since the attack in terms of like civilian casualties. Mm. So like the, the level of power, like the, the ability to put this to an end, right? Hamas doesn't have that. Obviously, if they could, they would. Um, Israel does. So, you know, it's really only one direction forward, I guess. Yeah. So deep, deeply fun conversations, uh, fun topic, you know, <laughs> it's, it's been a rough fucking news week or sorry, it's been a rough news cycle. Um, yeah. I, I like I say hi to my postman and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, followed what's been going on in Gaza. It's like, fuck, I get give me yep. give me out. I, I go to the convenience store. I'm like, hello, I would like six Reese's peanut butter cup <laughs> duo bags. And they're like, oh, that's great. You know who doesn't have food? I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've I've almost completely disappeared from uh, Shitter or whatever the fuck it's called now, uh, purely because it's like there's nothing else happening. There's nothing else that people are talking about, and there's other shit that I'm actually interested in, but nobody's talking about it. It's all, it's all just this, and so it's yeah, a very divisive kind of topic. Out. I've noticed. Yeah. I've, I've, it super is. Yeah, uh... I had to put my foot down. Um, Earlier today, I was just doing a, a really casual little stream because City Skylines 2 came out. Very excited about that. And uh, and this guy started asking me about it. And I stopped the whole stream and I'm like, look, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm telling this to everybody. You only get one. You can ask me about it once. And if you ask me out again, I'm just banning you from the channel. I will not be baited into it. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that conversation. I'm done. Do you think you could kind of like... No, you're you're like I'm gonna take a break from this. I'm done with this news cycle. I'm gonna relax. I'm gonna play some games, and then you just sort of fall into a trance while playing City Skyline Two until you realize that you've built kind of a long city along the water, and then there's a small <laughs> neighborhood, a rectangular neighborhood down by its corner that has really bad services, and you're like, fuck, god, god, fuck, 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 yeah, fine. just re recreate. I just randomly decide to shut off all sewage and electricity. And yeah, water literally, just the, like yeah. you're like, why did I do? God, damn, just keep accidentally recreating. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's just my casual genocide simulator. It's Ugh, you probably could do that, man. I gotta try City Skylines too. I I wasn't that sold in the first one, mostly because. Um, they did something that I really didn't like. I, I know you can fix everything with mods, but I tend yeah. not to get mods. Um, the uh, um, I, I, I remember them saying in development when they were building the first game, they initially had a realistic um, like city layout, like it would actually build out the way a normal city would. But they yeah. were doing it like American style, like everyone drives to work. And they realized if we did this realistic, two thirds of the map would be parking lots. Like yeah. always. So yeah. they, they just made it. Every building now has invisible underground parking. Yeah. And 
that bothered me because it's like, no, like that's a lesson. Like now that we're building the city, it's like, oh, maybe it's really dumb to have everyone carry a two ton metal brick with them every single fucking place they go. <laughs> so I'm really hoping walkable neighborhoods are more of a like, like, like a starter option. Well, um, yeah, there's skyline. a lot of there's a lot of policies that you can do to uh, counteract that. And in City Skylines one, like I, I combated that a lot by by always making my cities uh, more walkable cities or really, really good mass transit. But in this one, there's there's actually even a tab just for fucking parking. Like you can you can map out your parking and you can see like how much it's going to be and like and try and work that down as much as possible. It's pretty interesting. I mean, it is. It, 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 the game is made for people with autism. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. One of many uh, auti- autism game categories popping off. Autistic people feasting uh, at the moment, mm. I feel. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the, the Israel. No, no, that's Sorry. fine. I Don't mind at all, man. I, did, I didn't know much about <laughs> autistic game categories, so I'm fascinated. Well, you know, I don't know. There's There's a Venn diagram between... Uh, just getting into gaming uh, e-girl stuff and autistic gaming, and that's The Sims. Hmm. The Venn diagram where they meet is The Sims. Because, yeah, The like, Sims is girl autism. That's girl-coded <laughs> autism. Yeah, It is. It's girl-coded autism. It's fucking fantastic. Also, you can commit hate crimes in The Sims, so that's also, there might be something there. I'm, I'm a feminist. I've always said women can be autistic, too. Yeah, I've always said that women can commit hate crimes just as good as men, but they just don't. It's no ambition. I'm always there. saying this. Yeah, they don't because they're <laughs> stupid and weak, but they could. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that they haven't, they haven't, they haven't had the right girl boss to come along and yeah, be listen, like, "Listen, it's Mark ladies. Wahlberg, not Marcy Wahlberg." All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I played The man. Sims once, and a bunch of them died, and I was like, I don't really like this. Uh, is that's the best part? Is is Minecraft uh, uh, in the autistic game category? It's it's the it's the, the category. Okay. What about RuneScape? Is that another uh, one? Uh, um, uh, that might be more in the peripheral. I feel Roblox. Uh, How about that one? Is. Uh, I think Roblox uh, is just everyone below eighteen now. Okay, fine. it's not doing. Have, it. Having not fun doing, over there? <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing anything right now. It's totally fine. I was playing some. I was playing some Minecraft. Um, I was playing some Minecraft with um, Yolo Swag Studios and Beetle Moses earlier today, okay. and they discovered the End City for the first time. It's very, it very funny. Nice. Was, um, fuck. What was I? What was I saying? Oh, um, the main thing that gets me about autism games is um oh not end city not end city the dark city the deep dark city um the spooky city uh any, oh, anyway yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah not the end city. yeah sorry i forgot not, not, not um the the main thing that gets me about the autism games i like games that end okay that's why i like subnautica because that game is a fucking end terraria is the primo because with terraria you can build your big cities you there's a lot of like shit to do or whatever but like you can definitively beat terraria by True beating the moon lord and that's like that feels like an ending you can keep playing if you want but like that feels like an ending but beating the dragon in minecraft it's not it doesn't really feel like an ending you can do that like in no time if you want yeah. there's not much of a build-up to it it's just kind of there you know that's true that's true. i like when games end uh, and city I, skylines doesn't end i want to see are there like challenge maps that's what i want yeah challenge are. maps you have like two years to get 
this many population and this balanced of a budget. Good luck. Yeah, that's yeah, you, sh- you can do that. Yeah, absolutely. They have this. I've definitely played some never-ending games like uh, MMORPGs that never end. They just go on Both forever. Yeah. I, I used to do, like, top-tier rating in WoW. I, I was um, one of the best-ranked uh, Mythic healers for a time during Legion. Wow. In, in my server. In my server, not in the world. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, I had a nine-year obsession with Star Wars Galaxies, and I still, to this day, play Guild Wars 2. So, yeah. Guild Can't Wars 2 was so good. Oh, it's still good. It's still, oh still my good. god. It's it's still, oh man, it gets better every single goddamn release, man. It's it's fantastic. I played Final Fantasy fourteen recently all the way up to Endgame because people in chat wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. And like Final Fantasy fourteen at no point was ever better than Guild Wars 2. Guild Wars 2 at every level was better. You know in Final Fantasy fourteen you can't even like mass pull mobs like one of the best things that you can do in an mmo like just objectively just a fun thing to do is know that you can fight two mobs safely gather five and panic sweat as you spam your aoe's and cooldowns oh yeah 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 you can't do that in final fantasy 14 you can in guild wars 2 hence better game oh fair that's fair that's pretty fair world versus world versus world is pretty amazing in that game too that was uh that was pretty fun for for like casual PvP, just the the big massive scale, being able to build siege engines and repair fortifications, it was fun, man. It was uh, it was a lot like the old school Warhammer Online uh, that I was obsessed with and did not last very long. Back really when sick. I played, my computer lagged too much during the big world v world v world. Uh, oh yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So wait, so I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. We were having fun for a second. Let's get back to Israel <laughs> Palestine. Let's let's get back All right, to let's back do it. Yeah. Uh, great pause game on Jank here, by the way. All yeah, people of Muslim background like myself. And mm-hmm. and and then it leashes this unleashes this bigotry of anti-Muslim bigotry throughout the world that I'm sick of. So screw Hamas and their barbarism, okay? Now, in terms of a proper reaction, yes, you need to get those hostages out. So now let's look at what it, I'm going to suggest what to actually do. I'm going to be constructive. Mm. But first, let's look at the unconstructive solution that Israel had. Dropping bombs on residential buildings. 50 ambulance, ambulances have been hit. 10 out of 25 hospitals don't operate anymore. The incubators are about to run out of energy. There's 45 babies that might die today. The p- parents I just read on CNN are writing the names of the kids on their calves, on their legs, so that if they are killed in a bombing and they're mutilated, they could find their bodies. Imagine writing the name of your child. Would he be doing this if he wasn't running for president? Would he normally go on a, a show like this and and maybe he, he is sincerely pro-Palestinian people. So I think this yeah. is a real take he has. Um, maybe maybe he's doing more of the like discussion circuit because of the presidency thing. But I believe him when he says this stuff. It is really fucked. One of the most fucked things about the whole situation is that because. Um, Gaza is basically an open air concentration camp. A lot of the people who are born there don't are, are stateless. They never get registered by the Israeli government as being a citizen. So like if stateless people are so like giga fucked on the global stage, because yeah. if you don't have citizenship in any country, you don't even have a starting point for any documentation you could do anything from like opening a bank account, like anything requires some kind of identification and all of that starts from having Here, like the numbers given to you by the state Bosh, have you ever had and, a big buff black guy hug jeff yeah. and ben will soon i'm gonna hug you oh god until then <laughs> horses 
Yeah, so uh, so being stateless, so a lot of people who die, a lot of people who die in Gaza, like they never even get recorded because they lit- there's literally nothing recording their lives, you know? and they don't. Sorry. So they don't have the option to leave too because they don't have they can't like get a passport or something. They'd have to seek like they'd have to be like a refugee to to leave if they wanted to. Well, they yeah. also have to have a place to go to right. accept them. Israel right. only permits a very small number of people to leave and it's usually for work permits um there are also palestinians who leave through egypt but egypt tightly controls that border and most of the people who go through there are like migrant workers so in terms of like where could i go to get my fucking name written down as like a citizen very hard for a lot of them yeah it's brutal man yeah it's back to the fun top. Yeah, it's, back yeah. to the fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, is, it is strange, though, too, because, like, in order for a lot of um, – to, to be able to talk with this to some – with a lot of people, maybe most people, is to really try and ask them to go to a place that's very uncomfortable to imagine the type of life that they just can't even really conceive of. You know, that you're born, you immediately get a Social Security number, you've got a registry, you got a home, uh, hopefully – uh, you know, and, and like there's there's services that you have access to. Um, but to be born as a non person is something I don't think most people can even conceive of. I, I just I don't think I don't think most people have the imagination to even like think of it. You know, it's a bizarre concept for them. And I, I think it's very morally difficult to grapple with, because if this if any country was doing this to people and they weren't a Western ally, it would be really easy. Like if it was Iran or China or whatever, then you ask an American about that. It'd be like, Oh yeah, that's horrible. And they'd like wave little flags, you know? Um, Yeah, but I don't think they'd think of it. I don't think they would even really try. I don't think, I don't think they would really think with it, but I think that's the discomfort because then it's like, Oh, which country is doing this? Israel, a U.S. ally and a country Mm. that puts a lot of work into massaging and like laundering its reputation overseas because they need to. Otherwise, like Israel without U.S. backing, (laughs) that's not the situation they want. So then it's like, well, okay, well, like they do bad things, but we're on their side. Like, how do I process that? And the immediate thought for a lot of people is to just deny, 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 because it avoids the moral question. And then not only do they not try to engage with the experience of these stateless people, they just flat out like reject the premise and, and don't even they just go to like well israel has to defend itself or whatever they they, they, they don't even grapple with the thought you know well my my feelings don't care about your facts so uh <laughs> you know checkmate that's true they don't. <laughs> that, that is true yeah on their legs so that you could find them in the rubble after israel or any government drops a bomb on them and i need the west to understand something bombs kill people and do you know how they kill people <laughs> They incinerate them alive. <laughs> I oh, just, there we go. Thank you, Simba Country. Nothing but facts. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but facts. <laughs> they incinerate them alive. Or you pop off, King. Yeah, you head- you spit that shit. You tell him. Heads explode. What? So what, what, what is he what is he cooking? And he he's like sizzling something up and he opens up the, 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 the pan lid. And it's that, that fucking anime manga translation of people die when they are killed. You know? <laughs> um, sorry. Yeah. Happened in Israel was a was a disaster and disgusting. But you have to be equally honest and it and equally outraged at the immorality of incinerating babies and grandmothers and aunts and uncles, which is what we're doing right now. America cannot keep sending aid. Yeah, I think he's being real. 
Yeah, I could see some real emotion there. Uh, it didn't it, either that or he's like an amazing actor, but I have no reason to believe that. Now, I think the only reason he'd say something as retarded as bombs kill people is because he's being emotional, too. I think it's it's like a sincere consequence of caring about the issue. His he um, I don't know. It's it's a, it's a really weird environment um, because on, on one hand, it's it's like the reaction counter reaction thing. Right. Because globally, the pro-Palestinian sentiment right now is higher than it ever has been in history. Like the the amount of people who are just be, saying like flat out like, yeah, support the Palestinian people way higher than it used to be. Um, but at the same time, because of that, the blowback is also a lot higher, too, where people like Pierce fucking Morgan will, will bring you on and be like, yeah, so do you condemn Hamas? And he's like speaking to a charred Palestinian corpse or something. You know, it's fine. like the, the, the blowback is, is way, way, way worse. Um, do you, did you see on Twitter there was that um, – there, there was that uh, that billionaire like business magnate who was like, hey, can you dox these Harvard students who supported Palestinian oh, people yeah, so I that I can that. blacklist them for my business? Holy wow. shit. Some of the some of those students were saying dumb shit like Hamas will save Palestinian people or whatever. But the majority of the people who were getting implicated there were just run of the mill pro-Palestinian college students. And they were flat out pulling like McCarthyite shit on them. That's wild. I mean, you know, and the thing, too, is. I, it's it's a strange thing for for me to consider too because there's a lot of there's a lot of like that that borderline McCarthyism that we've seen go on for for a while and it's just strange to see it happen with this like you know I Antifa you know whatever that kind of shit you kind of expect that uh, here at least in the states but then like this really this this one this, uh, it's strange to me it's weird. It's so it's like the biggest fucking ideological proxy war in human history, unironically, because like it's the the biggest issue globally. But he has the demeanor of a wrestling promo. Yeah, he does. He does. One hundred percent. He does. That's what we love him for. It's it's like um, it's it's the biggest proxy issue because like these countries or this country, depending on your perspective or whatever, is tiny. Like it's the size of Rhode Island or something. And the whole world cares. Everyone cares. And mm-hmm. the, all the Western countries back Israel because America backs Israel and America promotes Israel as like a local regional hegemon and backer of democracy. Plus, we use them as a military base and we use them to force pressure on Iran because we want to put pressure on Iran because we don't want them to have nukes. We know Israel can attack Iran without as many consequences from the American voters. And then you have the anti-western world supporting the palestinian people but then you also have real people who actually care about palestinian people supporting palestinian and it's like holy shit and all of this this whole concentrated fucking situation just this tiny little span of land you know um yeah it's it's fucked like the world's eyes are on this one spot i'm sorry i i i keep thinking like how will i make this geopolitics speech funny and then i get to the end and i've realized i forgot to do a joke (laughs) how much of that do you think has to do simply because that's like where jesus supposed supposedly lived thousands of years ago yeah the fact that this happening in the abrahamic holy land probably doesn't help for yeah i mean the three largest religions on earth all kind of stem from i mean islam a lot stems from like saudi arabia but they had like Jerusalem is a holy city for like all three religions. Yeah, yeah and, and and a lot of it is also like like an ethnic displacement thing because some of the most aggressively anti-Palestinian people on the internet are Indians because Indians like Israel because they like the fact that Israel is killing and 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 butchering uh, Muslims because the average 
Indian nationalist, the average Hindu nationalist, is more racist against Muslims than any human alive oh, yeah. could imagine. Oh, yeah. Like, incomprehensible. Hey, like, you would have to go back in time, like, 300 years in America to find any one human as racist as a modern, average Hindu nationalist is yeah. against Muslims. It's fucking <laughs> crazy. Sorry. Yeah, no, nah, and, and, like, that's... Uh... Any that that's one of the things that's like a like a hidden hidden kind of aggression sort of thing that a lot of people in the West just don't really pay that much attention to. But I I'm very like acutely aware of is anytime I see anything in the news that's how that says India and Pakistan, I'm like, <sighs> shit. Literally and then it always fizzles like, out double Hitler shit. Like it's literally yeah. just like the, 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 the uh, legions of Hitlers lined in a row screaming <laughs> at each other. The, yeah, the two, two, group, two groups. It's, it's like the fucking Balkans, man. Two groups of people of the same skin tone <laughs> who are more racist against each other than yeah. you could possibly imagine. You line up the Palestine or the, 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 the Indians and the Pakistanis and they look the same wearing different clothing and they are doing major Hitler shit to each other, you know, like, holy fuck. It's, yeah, it's like yeah. absurdist. It's, it's absolutely fucking bananas. It's weird. Mm. Man. Oh man. God damn. Enough of Let the occupation. End it today. End it today. It's monstrous. Okay. I'm going to let me ask you this. Solution. Let me, I, I completely understand your passion and your anger. I completely get this. I, like you, want to see some resolution at the end of this horror that we're witnessing. How do you get rid of Hamas if you don't do it the way <laughs> Israel are currently doing it? How do you actually eradicate what has become a nihilistic ISIS-style terror group who've quite deliberately, in my estimation, committed an outrage of such appalling scale that they knew that this would goad Israel into this kind of response. So why they did that, what is motivating it, who might be putting them up to it, who's helped them prepare for this, these are all questions we don't know the answers to yet. But it seems to me that Israel could, if it's not careful, be being lured into a massive trap here. And I, I hope that is not the case. But I'm curious... Sure, how he deprives... Israel of so much fucking agency. Israel is a modern Western country with the military and political backing of the United States. And he's like, I fear Israel is being lured. Lured by what? What, what do you mean? And then he's like, we don't know who might have orchestrated it. Fucking Hamas did. And probably Hezbollah as well. That initial reporting that was done um, where it was like, here are all the here's all the evidence that Iran actually planned it. And then it all turned out to be bullshit. Like just mm. literally people just being like, what if we just started a war with Iran? What if we OK, I see tensions are rising in the Holy Land. OK, what if we just fucking lied and 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 try to like, redirect people's antagonism against iran you know holy shit it's so bad that's it's never happened before hate. right no one's ever lied no. to direct our aggression against the wrong country. another country yeah, yeah the no, wrong one never come on you know there's a very not. real possibility that like either uh, israel or we and probably israel but like we'd back them does something with iran right the iranian nuclear program is is putting down some real feet um and uh, uh like i'm pretty sure israel has like basically publicly said like you're not getting those nukes i don't care how many like seal team six squads we have to send in like you are never getting nukes basically Mm. So do Which they have pretty scary. do they have ballistic capabilities? Can they can they shoot nukes along distance? Like the world uh, south, I don't Africa, know. Hamas oh. funding will disappear overnight, and Israel will have to negotiate peace. 
Easy peasy lemon squeezy. I don't know if Iran has ICBMs, but they definitely have uh, the missile capacity necessary to strike Israel, which is all that really matters because Israel is also a nuclear country. Um, there was a um, there there was because, you know, Trump pulled us out of the um, Iranian nuclear accords. Right. So now Iran's like, well, fuck it. Like, if we can't trust you, we're just going to build our nukes. And I don't blame them. Um, and they had a nuclear um, uh, enrichment facility that was attacked by. I think they accused Israel of doing it, and Israel almost definitely did it. And they built another one that's deep beneath a mountain that can't really be bombed. Like, it's hundreds of feet below the ground. I, I, like, it's nuke-proof, basically. It, like, like, it wouldn't even... It's, it's like, a, like the presidential bunker, you know? And if they do enough enrichment down there, eventually they're going to have their own nuclear weapons. And at that point, I feel like... Um, like like Israel is going to contrive an excuse for an invasion. It's going to be like the WMD thing, except this time there actually are WMDs. The question is whether or not they should have them. And I don't really want Iran to have WMDs, but I don't blame them for pursuing them. I feel the same way about that. Hmm. I forgot a joke again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very self-conscious about this particular because because I was, I, was talking to my, I was talking to my mom on the phone earlier. And I did the same thing. <laughs> How's your day going? Hey, want to talk about the genocide? And I, it's just, oh, fuck. <laughs> Fantastic. My mom didn't. God bless her. You get rid of Hamas if you don't do it the way Israel is currently doing it, albeit with horrific collateral damage in, 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 the, in, the, in the face of thousands of innocent Palestinians being caught up in the bombing. Yeah. So let me give you a short term answer, long term answer. And a lot of people are not going to like these, but these are realistic ways that you minimize, minimize civilian casualties. You do what America did with the Osama bin Laden raid. We didn't go drop a nuke on Pakistan. Yes, we didn't go destroy geopolitics. Six, Sorry. Six thousand residential buildings in the middle of Pakistan. We sent in oh special forces. God. Is it more dangerous to the special forces? <laughs> of Wait, course. Did I? That's. Did you guys hear me say the word geopolitics? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I meant to mute. Holy, holy shit. I can't, I can't be streaming right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, just, just, I need to explain this to you, okay? Okay. I brought up the image of Patchy the Pirate from SpongeBob saying, that's it. That was the meme. That was just men having gay sex. And I was going to show that to my chat. And I was going to say this, but with geopolitics. So I thought, okay, I don't need to interrupt everyone for this. I will mute myself on Skype. <laughs> Uh, and say it to chat. So then, for some unfathomable reason, I muted my <laughs> desktop, thus cutting off Jank, not my mic, just said it, Israel and none of it made sense. And I'm still Iran. Even the USA trying to invade a large mountainous nation like Iran, let alone occupy it, would very probably fail. Yeah, that's probably true. I don't really think we could, like, conquer Iran. I, that'd be a really rough one, yeah. What's the point of special forces? <laughs> Try to find the hostages. Does it look like Israel's trying to find the hostages? If I have a family member that's a hostage, I'm disgusted what, by what Netanyahu's doing now. How do you know they're not in the buildings you're dropping bombs on? How do you know they're not in the tunnels you're dropping bombs on? How do you know they're not in the hospitals you're dropping bombs on? So this, if you want the hostages rescued, every rational human being can agree. This is not the way to do it. This is the way to do death and destruction for the sake of death and destruction. It's collective punishment. It's genocide against Palestinians. And the world has to speak out. So my way is not pleasant either. It involves a lot of 
folks dying on uh, on both sides. I understand that. Those are super hard choices. I can see him. I can see his eyes welling up here. So, yeah, he, he is like he's, he is actually emotional about this. But I think I think that Jenk is is generally a, a fairly sincere person. I think that um, like the presidential run, I I feel is a grift, and he does a lot of shit that I think is kind of um, stupid and insane. But one of the big traits about him that I've noticed that I I think is real, I don't I don't think it's fake, is this guy is like ride or die loyal, like. Anna Kasparian had a bad day and started posting some retarded shit on Twitter. And this motherfucker was out here in the trenches, like in day one, just right down there. He's yeah. he, he's like, hello, queen. Starting fights today, are we? I'll join you. <laughs> he just jumps down into the fucking Twitter trenches and gets right to it. And um, this is obviously extremely an- annoying behavior. But I do kind of respect it. Um, and I, I think that, like, if there's one thing I can't criticize him on, it's it's sincerity and passion because he, he seems to have those in spades. Hamas, go find the hostages, go rescue them instead of wantingly, <laughs> indiscriminately killing after killing. And let's be honest, when you drop a bomb and, and, a, and a kid's head explodes and a grandmother is incinerated, that is terrorist. The, the thing about that donation alert is that every every donation that has a two at the end so like the there's one that's two dollars that does that and it does it for five seconds and then there's one that's twelve dollars and it does it for 10 seconds there's one that's 22 dollars and it does it for 30 seconds and so on and so forth. increasing the, yeah yes yeah so if someone gives like a hundred and two dollars exactly it'll do it for like a full minute without stopping it's pretty crazy <laughs> worth it that's a that's a good minute of uh, of income right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, killing three times as many civilians as Hamas is terrorism, <laughs> and it is the same if it is done by a government. Send in as many special forces you got. We should send look. Send in whatever you got to actually do the job at hand instead of what you're what Netanyahu is doing, which is to. To kill these people to what? Send a message. And think about how unrealistic that is. And think about why his chance, his method has a 0% chance of working. How are the Palestinians supposed to rise up against Hamas? How would they prove they're against Hamas? Hamas ended all elections. Hamas ended democracy. So how are the Palestinians supposed to cry uncle? They're already crying, uncle, but it's never enough for the bloodthirsty Netanyahu. No, more death of Palestinians, more babies killed. That's what his answer is. And it's this. And he, the United States- he really is our Alex Jones in terms yeah. of rhetoric. Yeah. And that's really good. You know, I, I, frankly, I just think this should be the entire discourse. Like, I think Pierce Morgan should just sit there until he dies and Jen should just talk forever. I think sure. that would be the best possible world uh, with regards to this interview. You know, doesn't he also think uh, the Armenian genocide was a conspiracy theory? Does he actually? I've never actually investigated that claim. I've I don't heard know if that's actually that true. said, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know either. But that would make him kind of an Alex Jones because he's like a he's he's into conspiracy theories. I don't know. Of America, I'm running for president here. There's no way in the world I would allow this. Sending $105 billion. That's, and it doesn't even go to Israel, Ukraine, or Taiwan. It goes to the defense contractors that, uh, get, that bribe these greedy American politicians and then get most of that money. And so the long-term answer is 1967 borders and the biggest walls you've ever seen in your entire life. 
and no one's allowed to cross to either side. But the Palestinians get their state. It is unconscionable for them not to get their state. And if you're a moral person, you, of course you believe that the Palestinians are not the only people in the world that cannot govern themselves. If you say that, you are being, by definition, bigoted and a racist. We have to have two-state solution immediately, immediately. If 56 years of occupation and brutalizing these people is not enough, is 57 years going to be enough? Is 156 years going to be enough? I'm asking Israel, not out of hate, out of love. So many of my friends that I grew up with are Jewish. This is not good for them. I have Jewish friends. I have Jewish friends. I do as well. I grew up in Beverly Hills. Okay, I got lots of Jewish friends. I will say. Ask Vosh about his tithe. Hey, hey. I don't know. Tithe. I don't. Oh, T-Y-T-E. It's just emote that I have where Jenk looks silly. I actually don't mind the $105 billion aid package for national security that Biden has put forward because it's like. Barely any of it is for Israel. I think something like 60 billion of it is for Ukraine. It's very funny to me to be like this. Ah, Israel is under attack. We we need to get this funding package out right away. And then you look inside the funding package and it's, hold on, I'm looking right here. 61.4 billion in aid for Ukraine. And then there's 10 billion in humanitarian assistance. Then 7.4 billion for Taiwan. Then 13.6 billion for the U.S.-Mexico border. And then it's like, yeah, also 14.3 billion in aid for Israel. It's just it's just very funny. I, I say, like, uh, yeah, you know, let's let's uh, let's just pop off the China Taiwan thing now. You know, why not just make it three going on at the same time? That's true. We should do that. I I agree. Well, it's re- the the ball's really in China's court. Taiwan's not going to invade China. Okay. Yeah, what, yeah, what's yeah. happening? Is that China is going to keep building those artificial islands until the South China Sea, like the Chinese control of the sea, extends around the entirety of Taiwan. Like they're going to be surrounded. And then a Taiwanese like shipping freighter is going to cross into the bubble around them and World War Three will be in. I'm yeah. ready. Yeah, these uh, I'm ready. These will be the three theaters of war for World War Three. Yeah, it's classic. We literally we have the um, we have the Eastern Front again. And we have the Pacific Theater again. Okay, we need another battle of Midway. Maybe this time it'll be like the Battle of W Way or the Battle of Giat Way. Um, you know, we're we're yeah. bringing it back. <laughs> we're bringing it back. Only That's, the classics, oh. baby. Only the classics. This is not good for anybody. Please look into your hearts. Look and be the moral it's people that I know Taiwan. you can be. I've been to... soon to be mainland Taiwan, formerly China. Oh, true. I don't think that's gonna work. If you listen to Chinese propaganda, that's what's going to happen. There's you, you like the, the the fucking State Department people, their State Department, whatever, and it's like Taiwan has been amassing uh, non-defensive weapons on their island. And then you look at a map, and China is the size of planet Earth, and Taiwan is fucking tiny right. island. Right off and that's coast. like, <laughs> oh, yeah. anytime an American politician visits Taiwan, China freaks out. Yeah, yep. Nancy Pelosi visited, yep. and China was like, literally like backed off of... Um, uh, there was like a, a deal that they were negotiating or something. There was something they did afterwards. They got really upset spaghetti over that. Over Nancy Pelosi. Come on. Well, mm-hmm. they can't even call themselves Taiwan at the Olympics. They have to call themselves Chinese Taipei. Taipei. Yeah. yeah. So fucked. Yeah. Or, or China Nobody will get mad. Idiot. That's the only reason. Yeah, they'll boycott the Olympics. Yeah. Yep. yep. Passover dinners where you pray for your oppressors. Now, it breaks my heart, but I got to tell you, you got to pray for those you are oppressing. 
And to say that you are not oppressing the Palestinians after brutalizing them for 56 long years, you're kidding yourself. And as a friend and an ally, I'm trying to get you to wake up and snap out of this trance. You cannot keep doing this. It is ruining your moral fiber. Jenk, you go. Thank you very much indeed for joining me. I, I greatly appreciate it. I'm sorry it was your He's first appearance. In pro- China has one time zone. Huh. Russia has like four time zones over the same longitude. The sun rises four plus hours later in eastern China than it does in western. Yeah, the, it's like the one China thing, right? China's super huge. China is so big and so many people that they really have to promote the idea of there being one China, in spite of the fact that China is like, in terms of its land area and how many ethnicities there are in it, China is really more of like an empire that has the label nation slapped on top of it. You know what I mean? I didn't um, realize they only had one time zone. That's insane. Yeah, no, just they have one official time zone. And then most areas in China also unofficially use a local time zone. But officially yeah it's just the one because one china the sun rises on all of china at once it's it's uct united china time Mm -hmm. um yeah wait hold on world time zones it's actually crazy when you look at it from the um from the map you can see just how like it's it's not just how um yeah here we go sorry well i'm showing my own chat yeah yeah i can i can pull it up you can see uh let's see Right there. Just how insane it is, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That's wild. Uh, yeah. When was that done? Wait, hold on. When was... I bet you this was Mao. Mao? Probably. China time founded. You can blame uh, Mao for so I'm much pretty sure shit, he's dude. still Jesus on their Christ. money. I think I've seen yep, 19, 1949 after the Chinese Civil War, the Central People's Government abolished the five time zones and announced the use of a single time zone named Beijing time. Wait, wait, 1949 was Mao still? Wait, hold on. Uh-huh. Yeah, 1949. Wait, he did this like right away. Wow. Like, wait. He he proclaimed victory on October 1st, 1949. And then I guess like day one, proclaimed victory. Day two, one China time. <laughs> <laughs> on day one, I will make one time zone. Could you imagine a presidential candidate saying that? Yeah, he's he's like fucking he's he's like God. Like on the first day, Mao created like the one China time zone, so all the sun rises on all of China at once. Um yeah, kind of a Chad move to be honest. What time is it? It's China time. It's China time. It's China, what China, it's China time? Yeah, which means <laughs> oh fuck, this probably exacerbates like Chinese um, Indian uh, tension significantly because you know like cultural differences exacerbate across borders. You have like a Chinese guy who's standing in the sunlight. It's like midday, and right across from him is the Indian border, and it's nighttime. The sun is falling <laughs> over there. It's like it's like creating more of a kind of like cognitive break between the two neighboring nations. I couldn't even imagine. Um, speaking of like China situations, when I it, was it, who was it that was speaking out of turn, uh, kind of like praising the Chinese occupation of Tibet recently? Uh, oh, Hassan. Was that Hassan? God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> that one was really frustrating me though, because like it's one of those situations where somebody is kind of right but for all the wrong reasons and don't know what they're fucking talking about it's just absolutely bananas that one fucking drove me crazy 
Yeah, I, he was. It was. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say. I see Chesh in our chat saying, uh, "Get rid of daylight savings." I don't want to get rid of it. I want to make it permanent. I want permanent daylight time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Offer Vosh some reason. Just stick to it. Apple, banana, chocolate, meat. That's what's up. That's what's up. I love Reese's. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. It was. It was like the full on like um like white burden type rhetoric too where it was like oh yeah you know china may have annexed and like conquered tibet but they were a backwards people with uncivilized practices so actually china was showing them like unironically that was the argument so yeah that's you can't really make that fucking argument out of of people that are fucking occupied it doesn't matter like in and that's the kind of thing that i had a little bit of an argument with a couple of people about it too uh because they just they just hate anything that has to do with Hassan, which i get you know i understand um I don't. I don't really have any strong feelings about him one way or the other. Uh, but He's like, I, I I do have that feeling about him. He's very tall. There we go. Now you have one feeling about him. <laughs> I have one feeling about Hassan. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, like, he wasn't. He wasn't wrong that like you know Tibet back in the day was a pretty fucking terrible place because it was totally was. But like, you can't just be like, yeah, I'm just gonna say that and that's just fine. You know about. You know, literally an occupied people. That doesn't make any fucking sense. And what's the point? Like, I, I don't know. It drove me fucking crazy. I was wondering when when the current Dalai Lama dies and they decide who the new one is, it, it, that person's going to have to be born in Tibet, right? For that to even happen. And then what do they have to do? Like, smuggle them out of the country? Because isn't the current Dalai Lama like an exile right now uh yeah he's still in exile uh i think china has really given up on having that giving that much of a shit about it though really, though? I don't really okay think... you think yeah i don't i don't i don't think that's really a thing anybody gives that much of a shit about you think they it's, don't... well it's 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 manufactured because um the only reason that we as westerners know about the dalai lama is because there was a concerted effort by anti-chinese westerners to frame mm. the dalai lama as some kind of like you know, glorious, enlightened, like victim of Chinese oppression. In reality, the da- yeah, the Dalai <laughs> Lama is just another weird, creepy religious leader with very yeah. little international support compared to the religions that we actually care about. Like, it, right. you know, like generally speaking. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of the knowledge of the Dalai Lama is super manufactured. I remember growing up, I, I remember hearing about the Dalai Lama as though he was like the Pope. And it wasn't until yeah. I was an adult that I realized, like, wait, hold on. Like, the only reason that we know about this guy is in the context of, like, anti-Chinese shit. You know? It, it, like, it, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I didn't even or, know that. I mean, I, there is something to be said for, like, performative celebrity, you know, uh, bullshit. You know? Like, I, I won't even I, – I won't ascribe – I won't ascribe like directly anti-Chinese sentiment necessarily to it. I'm sure there's a lot to it that's there, uh, but you know, it never. Don't ever underestimate the ability for celebrities to find some niche little thing to make them feel very important about themselves. You know, it's just a, it's just a tried and true uh, rule of the world. Yeah. Did we watch the entirety of the clip with Jenk? I per- actually think he did quite well there. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. He did look like he was going to shit his pants half the time, but other than that, he did pretty good. He bowled over Pierce Morgan entirely. I actually, I unironically think Hassan could learn some lessons from this because Hassan, despite being six foot four, comes across kind of um, conciliatory. Uh, you know, like he'll he'll allow himself to be interrupted and the like, whereas Jenk just fucking blasts the doors down. Yeah, uh, he bulldozes. Yeah. 
it's impressive, you know, when he gets going. It's kind of obnoxious as shit, but, like, if he's right, he's right, you know. I mean, anything to keep Pierce Morgan from, like, listening for two minutes and then going, like, oh, well, that's all well and good, but uh, do you condemn yeah. this? So, <laughs> anything's better than that. Yeah, it's true. So, I, Vosh, I think you talked about the JF situation because I saw a video on your channel about it, but I didn't get to watch it. What's, <laughs> I, how do you feel about Because, you know, JF's origins were on this channel back in the day. Yeah, no, I'm. It's this must be to you. This must be like watching a, a baby bird leave the nest. You've watched him from his like sort of protozoan stage, and now you've seen him in his final form, murdering a retarded girl. It's it's so weird. It's so weird because when he first came on, he he did he wasn't talking about white nationalism or like ethno states or anything like that. He was just like, "Hi, I'm a PhD, and I have you know I like to debate." like atheism versus religion and that kind of stuff. So he was, he was never someone uh, that we would have expected to kind of take the turn that he did. And now there's another turn that he's taken. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Murder. Yeah. It's a pretty wild one. Cause like, it, it is very funny though, that basically everyone agrees that he did it. Like, it, like I have not seen anyone go, come on, you need evidence before accusing someone of murder. And in this case, like everyone's like, no, come on. Like, yeah. She's, yeah, she's buried in the fucking garden, man. I don't know if he'll be charged until they find some kind of physical evidence uh, that can link him to her disappearance. I'm not. Yeah, because um, a lot of people are like, okay, oh, wait, he's going to jail. I'm like, I don't know until they find her somewhere. For for people for people in chat who don't know, because not everyone in chat is familiar. Okay, basically, the, so there's this French Canadian guy, and he's a Nazi, and he said, "Ich love you, idiot," and he's got a very funny accent, um, and he <laughs> debates race realism, and he also has a kink for impregnating mentally disabled women. Like unironically, he said this. I'm not exaggerating. Okay. And uh, he's he's been shacked up with a lady for a while, and then at one point, randomly, he was like, "Hey, just to let everyone know, and I have nothing at all to do with this, but the girl I was living with, who previously said that." I I would like threaten her and beat her or whatever. Yeah, she's been missing for two months and I made no effort to reach out to anyone of the police and I don't know where she is and it's all fine and don't ask me about it. She's so- she's zero zero seven. He he kept saying, Oh, she's like a zero zero seven. They will not she be able to find her. Exactly. No, it's 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 okay, but it gets even worse than that, okay? So it's not like it's just some woman that was living with her. It she's the mother of so, of two of his children. Mm-hmm. And we don't, like, and nobody knows what the fuck is going on with the kids either at this point. Like, all of a sudden, JF's just like, I am very happy because I do not have to wake up anymore. I have sterilized my. Wait, wait, wait. I'm doing this wrong. Hang on. Fuck. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Do it. Do it how you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm very happy now. I have sterilized my house. I have cleaned all traces of Mama J.S. He literally I said now this. I live a rock star lifestyle, getting up late and staying up late. It is fantastic. And everybody's like, bitch, where the fuck are your kids? It is uh, it is uh, a plastic barrel filled with hydrochloric acid, you idiot. <laughs> uh, 
Why do you say I am responsible for our mother? I have done nothing but bury this barrel in the woods. There's nothing weird here. Just, yeah, just um, phenomenal stuff. If it turns out somehow that she turns up and she's not dead, I'll just assume that she's a clone or that he's paid the lookalike or something. I don't know. More my my like, mind yeah. is made up. You know, the there's, last. Uh, yeah, there's. And like, like, literally, I would have to be standing in front of Mama JF. For me to think that she's well, actually still alive, Je- like I, there's no way. Jeff, Jeff, Mama JF appeared on the show the last time you were on. Wait, I glitched out a little bit. Is that what happened? With yeah, that? yeah. Are she you called serious? in. She, she, she hacked the call. And that and was the last crazy. time you'll ever get to, yeah. to to talk to her. Yeah. Wow. What did what did she have to say? I had trouble understanding what she was saying. Uh, I, really? I think she was uh, she was in another country. She said he's got a gun. Do, do you have a callback number for her? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll call her really quick. Hold on. Let me get her on the line. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah, I'm still looking it up. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's see. God, it takes so long to dial these international numbers. Oh. Hello. Whoa. Mama Hello. JF. I am happy to hear from you. How are you? <laughs> doing great. Doing great. Uh, Vosh is here. You Are you a fan of Vosh? No. <laughs> is this like one of those you solve a murder mystery by asking the ghost of the this is like this is what uh Mob and Reagan do in Mob Psycho. Did did he do it? Who did who do what? Did uh did did J did JF uh clean house? Did he kill you? Oh yeah, he killed me. JF killed me. He did very very sad. It hurt very bad. But it's okay. it's okay. Right, stop. It's it's okay because I I get better. And then I made some friends that teach All me right, how case, to go paragliding. Case closed. case closed. Get this poor woman off the screen. From beyond the grave, Mama JF uh, comes in to save. I like paragliding, do you? Oh, my God. Stop. Save okay, it. I got Stop. to go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. It's weird. You know, also, he had a girlfriend that was taken away from him by the state. Yeah, I remember, and that was that was the one where the girlfriend's dad said, please do not fuck my daughter, she has the brain of a nine-year-old, and the judge asked the girl on the stand to count to ten without using her hands to count, and she struggled to do so. And that was the girl that JF was trying to knock up. Yeah, I remember. I remember that yeah. fucking okay. storyline. Yeah, it's brutal. Absolutely brutal. Do we have uh do we have any updates or I like I, he seems to be suspiciously quiet about this cuz for a while not at first. he was like not no not at first he was like bragging that like uh that the cops uh like were well for one if he did it he pulled like a fucking OJ and he was like if I did that you know the cops <laughs> they never catch me uh which was very suspicious um and then like further on after that uh, he started talking about how he was like a master in forensics and shit, and now all and that the cops, even though the cops were talking to him literally every day, it was because they knew he didn't do it. This and... is this is this feeds into my theory about serial killers, which is that the idea that serial killers are geniuses, like we have like Dexter or like Hannibal Lecter or whatever, is yeah. 
not only is it bullshit, it's the opposite of the truth. I think that whatever combination of being like an antisocial freak or whatever, like whatever, like personality triad or whatever leads people to be serial killers actually makes them really fucking obvious. Like they're just weirdo freaks who everyone is like, wow, that guy's a freak. And like, because every time you hear about like mass murders or whatever, you know, like, like, like serial killer types, not just like randomly they, they did something, but like they were like committed to it. You hear, from in like the true crime stories they ask like the neighbors and the cops and they're like yeah that yeah him oh he did serial killing yeah 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 <laughs> he's always yeah. a quiet guy but like yeah 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 kind of saw that coming yeah it's like an ego thing i don't i don't think that they're like ah oh, you know I'm, I'm gonna mastermind this plan to to like secretly i think instead it's like they're 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 like, i will i am chin fucking my way across the east coast i put baby in retard girl i <laughs> by the way did not murder this missing girl been gone two months do not look at these gloves these blood gloves i am wiping them off this is other blood not her blood and then it's it's like fuck. it's like fuck <laughs> it is it is kind of it does play into that i do think that there's there's probably something to really be said it did kind of turn russian at the end my wife (laughs) (laughs) she's suffocating the sack um i i don't know i think i think you're probably onto something with that though like there's uh there's probably more of like a dissonance with the the people around that are like no 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 you know like they, I don't want to think that there's a serial killer that makes me uncomfortable but when they look back on it with hindsight they're like oh, yeah 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 that makes sense that totally makes sense that tracks you know I always wondered why I kept seeing cat corpses fucking everywhere you know yeah it's never just. Yeah, I don't know. It's this is one of the things I was saying this with Chad a while ago because my my community is full of autistic people. So it's like a lot of them are like um I like a lot a lot of autistic people and a lot of internet weirdos dislike the concept of manners so not being nice being nice is one thing but manners like don't put your elbows up on the table or like there are social norms when it comes to engaging with people a lot of people have this like very individualistic attitude of like well as long as i'm being good to people why don't i show it my own way but what a lot of people don't realize is that the purpose of manners is to regulate behavior and make dissonant behavior more obvious if a person is socially adjusted they can follow these little rules the rules are arbitrary the question is can you follow them because if you mm. can't, it's like, you know, it, like a good example of this, for example, is animal torture. We can legally torture animals if you do it in a slaughterhouse. We do it all right. the time, as a matter of fact. So you might say ethically, OK, so if you can eat like a chicken wing and that chicken lived a horrible life before it died, then what ethically is different between that and like watching an eight-year-old pluck all the feathers off a chicken before beating it by grabbing it by the neck and throwing it against the wall? And the answer is that makes him a fucking psycho. The moral (laughs) question isn't in terms of harm inflicted. It's about like the proximity to the harm. It's about manners. So if you fuck that up, you know, or I don't know, brag about chain fucking autistic women across the East Coast or whatever, you know, (laughs) theoretically, it's like it's like an indicator. If you can't follow basic social rules here, how many children have you murdered? True. Very true. Well, and it's not only just like as far as, you know, base societal norms, even the norms of his own chosen group, uh, he tends to violate as well. You know, bringing this back to JF uh, to to even further uh, elucidate on on how bizarro this shit is and how kind of serial killer it is. Uh, It's completely and utterly 
self-focused in every single instance. Uh, a good example is he is the world's worst ethnostater and white nationalist. He's the worst. He's absolutely terrible. Uh, the, at least uh, two of the women that he, one, one of which he impregnated and one that he was trying to impregnate were not white. We're not white. In fact, the girl that he was fucking around with that caused him to lose his position at Duke University was also not white. And even when he's trying to advocate for an ethnostate, there's this brilliant uh, uh, debate that was held on this channel at one point. Uh, this dude kept pressing him on like how he was going to craft the ethnostate. And every single rule, he just was like, I, I, I don't give a shit about that rule so long as I'm getting laid. It's Holding amazing. up big, like, Olympic scorecards, uh, like, judging them for their adherence to their race principles, you know? Yeah. Like, they, 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 they walk out with, like, a swarthy Italian woman. You have, like, a 7.5 up. They walk out with a black chick, and you're like, whoa, 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 hold on. What do you even believe? <laughs> That's, like, every white nationalist, though, right? Like, all yep. of them jerk off to interracial cuckold porn. But, like, if they, every fucking internet neo-Nazi, if they are, like, one like wink from a cute black girl at the supermarket away from fantasizing about railing a black chick for like the rest of their lives. There, there, oh, yeah. There's no like real principal commitment. That's why the biggest cope is like with trans people, right? Like trans chicks, you know, I believe there are a lot of people who authentically fucking hate trans women. But one thing that I don't believe is when there are people who go on these internet crusades about how all trans women are ugly. Because I know that they know that they're lying, right? Right. These are, this is the, the, the telling it to themselves. Or they'll see someone who like, like, or like a trans woman like passes completely by every marker. And it's like, ah, well, actually, I can tell. It's like, the only thing you're telling me, the only information you're sharing with me is that you jerk off the trans women. And, like, you're making your complex my problem now. Like, you have right. no commitment to this, you know? Right. Absolutely. I, there, there's, like, a, there's a, I think that there's a, a, a kind of, like, a trial by fire that you can enact really quickly of people who believe that they would never be attracted to trans people. It's very simple. Uh, it's Bailey J brushing her teeth. If you know, you know. If you know what I'm talking about, I, then you know what I'm talking about. I see And if crusades. you find that video, if I, you find that video of Bailey J brushing her teeth... Uh, and you send it to somebody who says they would never bang a trans person. Uh, I, I probably okay. at least a good 50 to 75 percent of them will change their mind. I Googled Bailey J brushing teeth. And the first link up from Google is from the absolute fucking spider's den motherless dot com. So <laughs> wait, oh. there's a Reddit link to. Oh, <laughs> my God. Uh, but yeah, I've seen a crusade online I've against. I've seen this <laughs> Against, like, Sorry. muscle women. <laughs> like, people be like, oh, this woman, she's got, like, big muscles for a woman. She's manly. Gross. Ew. I see that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's uh, bullshit, too. I, I really think it's, like, so much of, um, okay, we're, we're going to get <laughs> political here. So much uh -oh. of, of male heterosexual attraction is about proving to other men what you're actually into. One of the best examples of this is that by basically every objective marker that we can find, um, fat chicks get laid constantly. Not only do they get laid, if they want to, like not only can they get laid easily, but guys will specifically go after fat chicks or like if any range of fat from like chubby to obese or whatever, like all the time. But if you ask guys publicly, like, are they into fat chicks? 
like the numbers don't add up. And the only answer to this is that what men are into, at least in terms of what they're willing to admit, is largely a product uh, or a project of convincing other men that they're masculine, which is very weird. And I don't necessarily see this in the other direction because I'll see a lot of like women talk about how they like grungy guys. There are women who are like, yeah, no, six feet, six figures, six inches. But those women are bitches. And like, Everyone dunks on them. Like, we all know they're bitches, right? But a lot of women will be like, you know, haha, I like guys who are like this. And they'll post a picture of some guy in an absolute fetid shithole of a room, you know, like, like, like McDonald's wrappers everywhere. And they're like, yeah, dick from these guys, that's solid shit. And people make fun of women for that. <laughs> but that's women being honest because men are the same fucking way. You take a guy, right? And you're like, hey, there is some tight pussy. In this room, you open the door and there's like a grungy chick in a messy room. You think the guy is going to be like the average guy is going to be like, whoa, hold on. I have standards. No, they might say that publicly, but they would absolutely still go for that. Right. So I think if anything, women are more honest. Women will actually say what they're into. And the guys are the ones who are doing this weirdo like machismo project with their with their mates, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of see it. I mean, I like, can kind of see it. I think. My whole point I, I to that is is like muscle can it, muscle isn't necessarily a masculine trait. No, That's, no, I don't. I don't think it is necessarily either. It doesn't have to be. Right, it no. doesn't have to. Be, Muscle's you know? different on a chick. Literally, it's like different like body structure. But yeah. I had the biggest crush on this girl when I was in high school. She was like also Polish or something. I don't know. Polak jeans, big people. But she would wear a um, very loose backless shirt to gym class and she would do lap pull downs and she had visible muscles which is she would have been like like a 16 year old chick so i think visible back muscles is like insanely impressive <laughs> at that age for, for a woman that's incredibly impressive but i remember having a crush on her because she would like do the lap pull down and would like the back muscle would ripple mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i follow a lot of muscle mommies on tiktok i can't help it <laughs> i can't help it they make me thirsty bench press me mommy um but yeah look <laughs> i think i think a lot of it too is is just our our societal expectations are so fucked and there's this constant of course the culture war etc cetera, etc cetera. and if you can if you can weaponize uh women expressing themselves as a as an act against masculinity of of course you know it's tried and true yeah. methods so. race realists will pretend they only want a beautiful blonde hair blue-eyed aryan wife and then they'll like jerk off to to black chicks or like hot fucking yep. big booty latinas transphobes yep. will pretend that trans women are all like ugly with with fucking like visible peach fuzz or whatever and then they'll jerk off the trans porn as does half the internet right now seriously go on any website drawn real life whatever there are women with dicks everywhere like we're not fooling anyone with the fixation of the moment and then you ask like guys and it's like oh no i'm never i'd never fuck a fat chick and then like you look at the fucking fat chick abacus the chart and it's like, <laughs> well the numbers aren't fucking adding up are they he's po- pointing at like these skyrocketing numbers of black chicks trans chicks and fat chicks and all the fucking to the moon like crypto d- wasn't you know um <laughs> so if I were, make it make sense Sorry, I don't know what the fuck I'm up to. <laughs> isn't isn't like step stepmom ranked really high too? It's uh, dude, everything you go, it's you you look at the hentai dojins, incest. You look at this the is funny because Western... I have with similar opinions, and uh, my dream is to get spit roasted by a muscle mommy, Bailey J, and this big girl I know. Creamy pies mm. for all. Wow, we'll see how there's plenty of trans chicks count to four. Can I be JF next 007? Go undercover <laughs> to find Mama JF. 
004 is a, is a MI6 title. Double O four. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the, the incest shit is everywhere. Holy shit. Seriously, if you go by, if you, you know what? As a matter of fact, hold on. I'm going to do it right now. One second. Pornhub.com. One second. Mute site. Yes. Uh, just going to do that one <laughs> Good right off the bat. Okay, hold on. Um, uh, where, how, how does one top chart? How, do, how does one top? I, I don't actually use Pornhub. There has to be a button here. Yeah, Wait, I'm not hold sure. on. There we go. Wait. How does one top? Here we go. How can uh, she top? Her videos recently featured. Featured recently. Most viewed from the past week. Sexy ass stripper squirting on my dick and sucking my balls empty. Okay. <laughs> hold on. I'm liking this. Send me a link. Colombian teen Melanie auditions in porn 18 years old. That affirms my idea that a lot of fucking dudes are pedophiles. We True. fucked a random guy we met at a house party. There we go. Stepdad jerks off with stepsister's ass. Jane Wilde anal. There we go. Oh, and then the next one. Milf Armani Black teases stepson. Are you looking at my pussy? Season 7, episode 10. <laughs> it's, There's a it's fucking... episodic. It's it's like a Marvel Cinematic Universe over here. You've got where's where's like you've got all these different shows. Then together you fucking Endgame, where, where all the dads and stepdaughters come together. <laughs> I don't know. Incredible, incredible. Or something bad happens to my. Yeah, fucking... it is. It is pretty fucking weird though. Uh, there was a there was some interview that I was watching uh, reading about with a, uh, with a porn star and somebody was asking very specifically, like, why is there so much like incest porn and that sort of thing? And her response is actually rather brilliant. She's like, I don't care. I don't care. Those pay the most. Who gives a shit? And I was like, yeah, that's pretty fair. I think it's, but it's not a good lonely. psychological explanation. You know, you think I think what? it's because guys are lonely. I think that's uh, why it's because people are lonely and having trouble making friends. So they fetishize the idea of developing a romantic and sexual relationship in a context where even the most lonely, isolated person can still consistently interact with another person, your family. And that's the only one. Every other context involves some kind of extrinsic interaction. That's my guess. That's very grim. I think so, yeah. (laughs) It's it's fucking grim, man. It's fucking grim. Uh, everyone watching right now, if you haven't already given the stream a like, please give the stream a like. And uh, thanks to everyone who's helped get us to 32% of our goal on the on the first oh, yeah. show of the week. Me to bathe, bro, I'm stuck in the washing machine. <laughs> I, we, I don't even know if I want to play it because I don't know who this guy is, but someone sent me a video of some guy challenging you to an MMA fight. Vosh. It was, oh, is it the, is it the Count Ankula one? Uh, no. I can't There's rem- another one? I can't remember the guy's name. He wears a mask. Uh, a mask. Th- he claimed to debate you. He he calls you a PDF file. He's huh. uh, uh he, he's got like a southern accent. Um, Whoa, wait, hold on. Wait, don't don't tell me who it is, because now I'm actually really curious. Wait, chat. Chat, I, I summon all of you. Wears a mask, southern accent, who? Wait, um, what kind of, do you mean a face mask or like, like a medical a, mask? It's almost like a weird uh almost like a grim reaper looking kind of mask. I mean, I can pull them up on the screen if you oh, want to see them. Like a fash wave sort of thing or Yeah, yeah, boy, pull pull up their face. So, Wait, right there. Oh, okay, like this. This guy. <laughs> this guy challenge in this challenges you. you... Oh shit, my bad, my bad. Here it is. I have no fucking fuck idea. What is who that? This is. 
Wait, I think I recognize this from Twitter. Is this obvious? Something Mr. Obvious? He has like a normal sounding name, like a first name and a last name and everything. I can't remember what he said. Off the, I watched this a little earlier and I'm like, this is so weird. I was like, I don't no. even know if I want to play it, but he's he just, you know... He just talks a bunch of trash, and he's like, I'll take you out in an MMA fight. I'd ruin you, boy. Yeah. No, no, no. I I, I get it. Oh, I'm very curious who this is, though, because I feel like I've seen that mask um, somewhere. Am I – maybe I'm totally off. I, I, I Googled – for some reason, the name Mr. Obvious popped up, but then I looked at Mr. Obvious on Twitter, and they're just a CSGO player, so it's not them. Um, that could have gotten awkward. Uh, yeah, yeah the, like just accidentally challenging like a, <laughs> a fucking phase gamer clan uh, elite pro gamer um is it dream yeah is this uh evil dream i have i can't remember the name it, i don't think it's anyone whose name you'd probably normally recognize but he was like oh, i'll fight you in the octagon he's got a weird amazing yeah or later this is gonna have to reach a breaking point and the question is, will biological women finally put their foot down against this madness? And, so it's like that kind of shit. Plen- yeah, he's like a transphobic guy, I guess. He claims to have debated you, but I don't know. And then he's like, I challenged him then, and he pussied out. And Oh, uh, I'm, I'm looking. Okay, somebody, okay, I, somebody found me somebody called Mr. Obvious, but I don't know if it's them they have a different mask in the thing yeah i have no idea sorry yeah, yeah I'm, I'm i'm totally lost my my um my answer is uh is no yeah I get owned <laughs> after the fighting <laughs> count dankula did do a call at once the the problem is first of all i would never do any fighting anyway because i just i it, it, like it feels like the natural regression from blood sports, right? I like talking. You know, I boxed when I was younger. Th- this this like attempt to drag me into the ring for my attention. You know, like that's a whole other thing. Also, yeah. I have a chest injury, um, but it's very sad because I did used to box, and it makes me think like, man, I feel like I could actually do pretty good at this particular style of content generation if I had the personality for it and wasn't injured. You know. Um, mm. I feel like because Count Dankula is pretty short, right? I want. I wonder. Maybe this guy, the the guy with the mask, is like really beefy under the hood. Uh, yeah, who knows that about mask. that guy? I don't. Yeah, we don't know anything really about him other than his voice. Count Dankula, I've never seen him in person, so I don't know what his what, how big he actually is. Uh, he's. I mean, he doesn't look like physically fit, but he's kind of chubby, right? Did like he, chubby. Can be did he strong. actually like challenge you to a fight? I, I think it was just a meme in a video. It was like oh, I was doing okay, like an Irish okay, bit or okay. something. Yeah. Um, uh, though it was a pretty high effort bit, as bits go. Mm. What about – oh, shit. What about Jenk? Jenk is built like a fucking tank. There's no way, Jenk right? the tank. He's huge. Yeah. Well, he's, he's shorter than me, but he's like a fucking brick. Yep. Yeah. No yeah, that... shot. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm looking at a picture of Count Dankula next to – Sargon of Akkad. Sargon is pretty short. Count Dankula looks like he's an inch taller. How tall is Nigel Farage? Nigel Farage height. This will tell us because he's basically the same height as Nigel Farage. Five foot eight. Okay. Yeah, so Count Dankula is five foot seven. Okay. I, uh, wait, no. Five uh, foot nine. Five, he's probably five foot eight. Probably five gotcha. foot eight. About the same as Nigel. Got that reach advantage. Yeah. Um, have, have either of you ever done like um, 
uh, a combative sport? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Sort of. When yeah, I started when I was a kid, and then I kind of fell off in my mid twenties. I but it was it was karate. It wasn't anything like <laughs> jujitsu or anything cool or like MMA style fighting. Um, I did a bunch of training, uh, and I ended up being a bouncer oh. for like two and a half years or so, uh, and got into a lot of fights doing that. But uh, it's it's not really Gosh, something that like dream on my birthday ten twenty two. I'm mad, giving money to the DP boys instead. Love you. Nice. Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's Thank you so much. Like... Yes, if you're mad at Vosh and you're watching him mm-hmm. right now, you can come and make him more mad. You can get him back. You can just come here. <laughs> I don't. I don't have and the subscribe. joints for combat. Oh yeah, and subscribe. Everyone going over there. Um, leave me. Go to them. I. Um, yeah, I don't have the joints for combat sports anymore. But now I'm doing the I'm turning thirty soon version of getting into combat sports, which is just buying a lot of guns. Um, that's like the, <laughs> the yep, yep. yeah the obvious like natural follow through. On what's uh, your on chest that. injury? Oh, I've had costochondritis for like nearly two years now. It fucking sucks. It's like a minor thing, but it's enough of a thing that it it like inhibits exercise. It's super fucking hmm. annoying. Hmm. hmm. I'm not even that familiar sucks, with that condition. It's it's inflammation of the of the sternum, oh. like the the bit right here. Yeah. So it's it's like it's it's minor. Like if you Google it, it's like not one of those things that can kill you. But um the problem is you're always using your sternum when you breathe. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's like it it's basically like having tendonitis, except you can never not be on the ankle. It'd be like always walking Ugh. while having tendonitis. So it's just stayed. I, I use a fuck ton of anti inflammatories just to keep it in check, like like topical cream and like pills and stuff, which is supposed to wreck your liver. But I did get my blood work done recently and so far it's a healthy liver. So Yeah. So I guess good. getting hit in the <laughs> sternum would Kill me instantly. Instantly. <laughs> At least take the wind no. out of you. Oh, I'd do quite a bit worse than that. Yeah. I'd just, see, go go up against me in boxing and I'm I've got my, my core defensive stance right here. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Landing yeah. fifty consecutive punches to my face, but I'm keeping my, my, my sternum safe, and that's what matters. That's fair. My glowing weak spot, like in Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> That's that would be like my my punch out character, you know. Like you you have to punch me in the face fifty times, dealing no damage. But then I like reel and my hands go back and my sternum is glowing right here. And fuck, it is yeah. kind of like King Hippo, like that's, Exa- yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm wearing I'm wearing like like a like a, a, a off of a necklace like a giant iron plate that covers my sternum and and when I when I go like this it flips <laughs> up and you have a second to hit it properly I like flash uh, man I was trying to play the original Punch Out in the arcade last week and I just was not good at it at all uh nah you weren't very good no 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 I was the gonna try and Punch Out was tough. Good. I was going to try and be nice about it and be like, no, you did good, but no, I, I can't lie. I can't. We, uh, we went to the Portland Retro Gaming Expo last week, and we saw a guy having an argument. With, like, w- we were waiting at this uh, light oh, rail sta- station. Oh, no. We saw this Hell. guy having an argument with nobody, and then he asked us for advice arguing with the invisible person. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you had to do that now. And then we saw... A man and a woman get into a fight on the Max Line train there. Okay, okay, okay. Hang on. Okay. So, 
Okay, so we walk up. This dude's in the middle of the street having conversation with somebody else, an argument. Hits me up for a couple of cigarettes. Asks us, like, yo, man, like, I don't know. I need some advice. How do you? And he's talking about a woman that he, he's trying to, like, figure out and, like, gesturing to nothingness. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, chicks, yeah. whatever. Uh, and there's this lady over on the side, and she can't stop going, Fuck you, bitch! Fuck you, bitch. You know what? And then obviously, later on, later on, mentally ill and having trouble. Later yeah. on during the same trip, I caught that whatever she had. I actually what? started yelling, "I fucking bitch!" Oh, you did, you did actually. <laughs> but that was because you were drunk and looping because you got into an argument with somebody at a bar. Uh, but yeah, she gets on the on the max on the light rail train, and it's obviously like a it's a it's an issue with her. She can't stop fucking screaming obscenities. And uh, this other homeless person comes up and uh, attempts to get her to shut up by telling her to shut up. And as we all know, the best thing to do when dealing with somebody who is mentally ill is uh, to be very aggressive with them. They will immediately mm-hmm. stop their behavior. Oh, we yeah, yeah. That. That's the fir- first rule. You grow up in L.A. You learn this first rule in dealing with homeless belligerent people, yelling at them. Yeah. To calm them down. And uh, this ended up in a, uh, a world star style uh, fist fight on the light rail. Uh, which most people were trying to not get involved with until he started choking her. Yeah, he started at choking which point her. People had people had to step in and like drag him off. Yeah, and, and then like pretty, they broke him up, and she's well. just like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> it yeah. was so great. Yeah, screaming like so loud the entire time. It was wild. She didn't miss a beat. Ah, Portland. Oh, Portland. But hey, public transit—that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The pe- the public transit in Portland is amazing. We it's both took trains incredible. to Portland too. Yeah, yeah. I took. Um, did did you see that? Since Cal- uh, California is fucking up so much with its high speed rail, there have been proposals to just do the Oregon Washington part of the high speed rail, oh, but, awesome. but like without California. Yeah, huh. I'm 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 totally on board. Yeah, totally fucking on board. Is that yeah, is like, it supposed um, to be like uh, like one of those European style high speed trains? Well, it's like Toronto, Seattle, you know, Eugene, Portland, right? Like you could do a pretty good connection there. Yeah. Uh, it's really difficult to do high speed rail in America, though, for um, uh, for a couple of reasons that all <laughs> that all somehow involve one like Philadelphia and train company. Um, but uh, you know, God willing, we can get something done. Yeah. Oh, Vancouver, nice. not Toronto. Fucking that's. Yeah, I was side. like, wow, that's 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 a massive that's a undertaking. Big train line, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you're heading north from Portland, and it's like, oh, one hour, you know, you get to Seattle, and it's like, okay, uh, next stop, twelve hours. Yes, like, no more than that. Yeah, yeah fucking twenty three <laughs> hours, no getting off. Dude, that would be so dope to be able to get up to Vancouver, BC, so quickly. Yeah. Uh, God, the, I'd be up there every week. One of the quickest ways around here is by float plane. They they do uh, float plane from Lake Union up to Vancouver, like in their harbor there, and it's one of the quickest really? ways. Yep, fuck is a float plane? Those planes that land and take off in water. Oh, seaplanes. Yeah. Yeah. How how expensive is it? That sounds awesome. Um, I'm not sure. They also do you them up to Victoria. Dro- uh, hold on. You can't just drop that on me. You gotta you gotta give me some details, man. I've never been in a seaplane. Excuse me, float plane. Or whatever they're called. Uh, I think they're cool. They're very cute. They're is. very cute. Harbor yeah. Harbor Air. I want to learn how to fly really, really bad. Um, where is it? There it is. 
I'm sure it oh, varies cool. by date. Just like uh, I, I kind of remember it being around two hundred dollars or something. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's even cheaper. Bad. I don't know. You know, I saw that they were offering. I don't know if it was this this line specifically, but uh, you could get in a seaplane and you could uh, fly all the way over to Mount Rainier from Lake Washington and do like a like a fly around it and then come back. That looked really fun. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I need to go over to Mount Rainier. I keep thinking like this summer I'll do it. This summer I'll do it. Um, but the problem is I'm very lazy and don't like going outside. This is consistently a problem when it, when when <laughs> with regards to making plans uh, to drive thirty miles and then hike a bunch. See, hmm. I still think you guys should both come down to Oregon and we'll all go shooting. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm getting uh, two new guns in a bit. Looks like it's in the three hundreds at least uh, next month. It probably change with this one on this day. It's uh, there's a international special for one hundred ninety nine dollars. And it, this is from nice. Lake Union to Vancouver Harbor. It's a really short uh, flight, too. It's so, crazy. Yeah. God damn. Those little planes are weird to me. I've never been on like a really little plane like that. I've only been on big commercial airliner planes. Oh, dude. The last time I was in a tiny, tiny plane, I jumped out of it. It's fucking uh, awesome. Yeah. And that makes sense. They wouldn't have you jump from like a big plane. Not normally. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. You like you can only if you go skydiving, uh, like beginner skydiving stuff. You only go up to ten thousand feet, and so you don't need a really big plane. You need something that like just really economy, you know, fuel efficient sort of thing, so you can keep going up and up and up over over and over again every day. Yeah, that was fucking amazing. Very highly recommend skydiving. It's incredible. I, I don't relate to this conversation in the slightest. I'm sorry. Fuck that. I, yeah, well, just wait. Until I wouldn't look. do it. Wait until you hit 40, Vosh, and you might change your tune. See, that's why I don't want to do it. I'm too old for that shit. I don't want... Maybe I would have done it a long time ago. I just don't want to do it. My dad was 78 I, when I'm he not, did That's it. fine. That's fine. What else do you... I mean, I'm, come on. Come on. You already peaked. There's not a fucking age thing. It's spooky. I don't I, I don't like heights. I don't want to skydive. I might do it at some point purely for, like, the experience, I guess. It is. It is pretty cool that... For all of human history, falling from a great height was the last thing you could ever do. And now, if you want to, and you have a few hundred bucks, you can do it purely for the thrill from a greater height than any other human could conceive uh, yes. before, you know, before before like 100 years ago. Um, and that is cool. I do like that. I do like flexing on my ancestors a little bit, you know, like they may have had eight kids in a walkable community in their village, um, but I can survive falling from like low orbit you're also strapped to someone else like dick to butt strapped to somebody else so which they'd also be jealous of because they would have been (laughs) you know like executed for going dick to butt with someone else yeah true nah man it was great (laughs) i still won't go bungee jumping though that just seems irresponsible to me does that even still a thing i remember the 90s bungee jumping is dangerous 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 yeah like super dangerous yeah Leave that to the Russians. Yeah. Nah, like, uh, by proxy, like, uh, skydiving, by proxy, uh, skydiving is, is way, way, way safer. Like, incredibly safe. I think um, I really wanted to try bungee jumping after, um, fuck, what was it? Goldeneye, the movie, uh, the the Bond movie. Wait, when, yeah. when he, 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 okay, I think it's a 
I think he uses a bungee cord, which doesn't make sense. I don't know why he would bungee off the dam when he's trying to like not die. I don't really, I don't get it. I don't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> that, but, but, um, that is what he does. Yeah, he bungee yeah, jumps. It looked, uh, yeah, it looked really cool. Wait, hold on. Golden he bungee eye. jumps, and then at the end of it, he shoots a grapple gun with a winch on it. That's to, to like connect drag to further. Him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that movie's awesome. Didn't the game come out like five or six years later? No, no it was, it was it's the same time. Wasn't yeah, it at the same yeah. time? I could have. Oh. Yeah. Okay. People, people in chat who are too young to have seen it um, and think they're above watching a Bond movie because they're left leaning or whatever. You got to watch GoldenEye. Okay. The yeah. the only worthwhile Bond movies to watch nowadays, in my humble opinion, are Goldeneye and the Daniel Craig films. And not necessarily because the Craig films are good, but more because they're, I don't know, culturally relevant. But the Goldeneye, Goldeneye fucking rocks. I, I'll, I'll, so I've seen every Bond movie. Um, and I will say there's like a time and a place for watching all of them. If you want to laugh at scummy Bond, the Roger Moore movies are hilarious. And I mean, you gotta, obviously you gotta get over like, you know, casual sexism and shit like that uh, oh, more than but, more than casual sexism sean connery fucking rapes a lesbian in oh in, i know yeah in, oh, yeah in um gold uh goldfinger goldfinger yeah yeah no the roger moore ones are more just sleazy bond and uh it's more casual sexism but then again they also go up into space and they have lasers and like killer hot air balloons. I mean, they're just they're slapstick. So you can enjoy them as like uh, cultural relics, I suppose. The Sean Connery ones are very hard to watch. They these don't days. know when to leave it alone. Yeah, literally, yeah. the like the there it was corrective rape. There was like a woman and Sean Connery's like, Oh, you um you must be a good way. And the woman's like, actually, I like girls. And I like girls because I'm damaged because being lesbian is like mental illness. And Sean Connery's like, hmm. And then later he's like, I'll show, I'll show you. You'll love a man. You just need the right one. And like literally like that is, yeah, it's fucking yeah, it's it's like fucked up, dude. 50 years ago. I don't think know? I've it's... ever seen it. I don't think I've seen Goldfinger. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, uh it's it's a uh, it's pretty bad. I've seen the, the Roger one, Moore uh, and the Pierce Bronson ones, but that's about it. It's the dick laser. That's when that's when he gets strapped to the table. That's yep. that's when the villain's plan was to was to explode a nuke in Fort Knox, thus irradiating most of the world's gold supply so that the gold he already owned would be yep, would be more worth. valuable. Yep. What a crazy yep, plan. That's good. That's a good plan. I like that plan. That's fucking nutty, dude. <laughs> oh my god. It's weird. I can't yeah, even Yeah, no, Shunk. Sean yeah. Connery is kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> Isn't he dead now? He's dead now, right? Yeah, I think he's like, dead now. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he died like two years ago or something. Yeah. Oh, like uh, yeah. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, did yeah. you ever see the thing where they were like, uh, who was it interviewing him, like Barbara Walters or something? And they're like, have you have you hit a woman before? He's like, yeah, sometimes they just don't know when to leave it alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> real piece of shit. It's, though, to be fair, that's probably like most 90 year old men he's just <laughs> honest enough to say like i feel like that's the median guy who's still around from that time and he just he just said it because he's sean connery you know like maybe clint eastwood's kind of like that too 
Yeah, like if I feel I just feel like if you ask, because a lot of them know to shut up, but he doesn't. Maybe that was like the progressive position, actually. Like if you ask your average 90 year old and they would just say it, they'd be like, oh, actually, I think that um, yeah, there are a few women now and again, you know, everyone does this. And, and Sean Connery is actually progressive for just like beating one. Yeah, that's <sighs> fuck, dude, that's crazy. Marital rape was legal up until um, up until the 70s. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Like, everywhere, pretty much. Yeah, in America, yeah. yeah. It was like a state-by-state state state battle. But yeah, in like 72, I think, in in every state of the Union, you could do like just rape your wife, and what there was, was the no na- case there. What was the name of the actual... I Okay, so it had to be changed state-by-state, state, basically. Hold on. Um, prior to the 1970s, marital rape was legal in every U.S. state. It was partially outlawed in Michigan and Delaware in 74, then wholly outlawed partially. in South Dakota and Nebraska in 75. Yeah, you can only um, kind of rape your wife. But it was only till 1993 that every state had it a crime nationwide. That's insane. Never heard of it's absolutely never heard of such a thing. Ah, oh, yeah, no, no, it's pretty sure. wacky. 1993. Mm-hmm. I wonder which state was the last one. Alabama. <laughs> Alabama wasn't that the last state that to officially Alabama outlaw slavery? It's either Alabama or Mississippi. Every time. Oh, even after 1993, though, marital rape was often tried um, less severely than non-marital rape. So it it was still a mitigative force. In only 17 states where they treated the same. So in the other 33, you could be you could be like the cop would be like, hey, you raped that woman. You're like, well, yeah, but she's my wife. And the cop be like, oh, okay, lesser charge. Um, Or I guess the DA, not the cop. But yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you used to be able to, like, sell your wife. That's pretty common. <laughs> True. Well, that's 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 what Sean Connery was progressive for not doing. Oh, you know? right. Uh, fair, 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 fair. Man out of time. I can't help it, dude. I like this. This conversation is I, I watched this uh, video. Why is Clint Eastwood by Maggie Mayfish? And this is like fucking reminding me of it so much right now, too. Because uh, you've got like the old boomer like Clint Eastwood. And I just have to say this because it blew my fucking mind. Apparently in, uh, shit, it's 1960, 1969, he was in a movie called Paint Your Wagon, and he almost became a bisexual icon. What? Yeah, because in the movie, like, it's this mining town, he partners up with, uh, uh, Lee Marvin, uh, and they have, like, super, super homoerotic tones between each other, and then this Mormon guy comes into town and has two wives, and Lee Marvin buys the wife... And then Lee Marvin, Clint Eastwood, and this woman all basically get married together as a thruple, as this bisexual, like, poly fucking thing. It's wild. Interesting. Uh, ahead of their time. I just I just had to say that because it's been in my head all fucking day now. And oh, I it's need better. to watch that movie. It's better than the, the what, what is otherwise the, the core theme of this particular episode of the podcast, which is genocide in Gaza and marital rape. <laughs> the two, <laughs> the, the, you know, the two genders. I'm just cheering it up, you know, just imagining <laughs> Lee Marvin and, and Clint Eastwood having a broke back mountain, you know, while, uh, uh, what was her name? Gene Seberg. Yeah, it was kind of like, like back and watches. it was like the proto broke back mountain, basically. Yeah, I guess so. Supposed huh. so. I mean, they don't like. They're not. It's 1969. So they don't explicitly be like, "I wish I could quit you." I'm sure you're asking yourself, "Did I come once or did I come twice?" 
I would have laughed at that if I wasn't tired. I'm I'm letting you know that it's not <laughs> you, it's me. No, no, no. Actually. It's totally, it's all right. It's all totally right. Fine. And we're probably going to wrap up in a couple minutes. I'm, I'm, I, you see me getting soft, and I'm like, I have had a really tough day. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just distracted. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Did did anyone else? Okay, wait. Total topic shift, really quick. Yeah. But like yeah. when I was growing up, I was given the impression, mostly from listening to the unsolicited advice of other men that women were heartless monsters yeah. for like you getting soft. Like if you got soft for any reason in any sexual context, women would like be brutal to you about it. And then my experience, like every woman is actually overcompensating in the other direction where you can, where you can be like, um, even like you can be tired or whatever and be like not be fully hard and they could be like oh no 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 i know i know i understand dicks are like that ha huh? like every time so I, I feel like the educational project has actually like massively overcorrected in in the other direct you understand what i mean i do i do understand what you mean um so in in my experience uh and and i think there's a real strong psychological case to be made here um i i agree uh, that it's overwhelmingly like, uh, especially just, well, I think anybody who's uh, uh, having a sexual partner, more than likely, if you're having some difficulty, like, ooh, I bet I can help out with that. That's cool. I, understanding whatever, that sort of thing. Some people take it as a challenge, which I think is a very healthy way to do it as well. But there are instances, there are instances where people are not nice about it. Now, here's the problem. This is the same psychological tra trick or trap that we always fall into is you can be inundated all day with nine awesome things, but if you have just one bad thing, you're going to think about that more. So I think it's more of like a, a male insecurity psychological trap than anything else. But we, sh we should change the dialogue on that. I think that's probably why people focus on it more. The only time I remember actually having an issue um, getting hard with somebody was just because they were incredibly annoying and I didn't like them. <laughs> so I feel like maybe in my case, they actually should take it personally. Like if I am ever soft, they should think like, fuck, he hates me, you know, because so far that's one for one, right? It's uh, cocaine. It's only that's that's yeah, look, cocaine. Does cocaine gets you hard. No, did does the opposite. I have a I have a friend. I have a friend that when when he uh, when he does blow, he gets hard as a fucking rock. But not me, man. Nope, opposite. No way. Womp, gets womp, you, womp. Get somebody in chat says gets you horny and soft. Is that? Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Okay, I. You know what? Okay, you know what? I could go for that because having your dick sucked when you're soft feels different from having your dick sucked when you're uh, sucked when you're hard. And I True. feel like I don't know. That's like a variety thing. It's like you know what. I, I sit I just sit here and get head anyway. Like, you know what? Today I'm gonna get head while soft and it'll feel good. You know, fuck why not? You know, just we're 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 gonna try it out. I'm I will co sign on that one. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. Although you know, like a real pro gamer move is just to crush up a fucking Viagra and mix it in with your line, you know? Like just just that's what you do. That's true. What you Wait, do. someone in chat, I'm not going to say their name even though everyone can say it. I wouldn't want to suck a soft dick. If you don't want to suck a soft dick, then you don't like sucking dick. Okay, well, I'm not a hypocrite here. I've sucked dick. Like, what do you, what do you mean? It's a dick. It's soft. Like, what, what do you mean? It's, well, like, it's, 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 a, it's a dick. What, what are you doing? <laughs> it's, it's soft it's most dick. of the time. Listen here, Vosh. It better be hard when I get there or else. My time is valuable. Yeah, getting like like sprinting at the person you want to fuck and pantsing them, and if they haven't gotten a hard in between seeing you start the fifty meter, and and finishing it, 
then it's like you take it personally. It's an insult. <laughs> it feels awful, man. Come on. It feels awful to suck a soft dick. Okay, first of all, first of all, I'm going to say it. Everyone's thinking it. I'm going to say it. This is transphobic. You've been with a trans woman? Okay. Also keeps if you're flowers fully anti- bloomed and straight for two weeks. True. If you're if you're a fucking like, oh, soft dicks feel bad or whatever, then like you're being transphobic. Let's be real here, okay? And second of all, no, it doesn't. It just feels like a soft dick. What do you want? It's what it's it's squishy. What's it's bad? It's squishy. What do you people want? What do you want? Yeah. So every I thought everyone agreed soft dicks were cute. Yeah. No, no. Only hard dicks. Rock hard, pulsing, veiny fucking dicks. That's all anybody wants. That is also soft shit out of here. Come on. Come back when it's hard. Yeah, uh, this, this is like gatekeeping, but doing it like with the straight guys. Like you're all just sitting there watching the game, and you're like judgmentally scanning the room to see if there are any like missing bulges in the gray sweatpants. The podcast. One of the one of the boys' bulge disappears. You're like, hey, Johnny, I thought you were having a good time. Well, you you you're soft. You're soft with your boys. You're going to get soft like that right here in front of my wife. You're going to get soft in front of my wife. Like bring, bring some beers in, you know, this would be good. This is this is positive um, heterosexuality right here. This is positive masculinity. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> this is ethical bullying we're doing right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, Vosh, thanks for joining us. A pleasure as it's, always. It's, it, it's been a delight. I, I wish I could say that it was a brief distraction from the news cycle. Uh, this is definitely um, a, a, a better way of going through it than the normal news coverage, though. Thank you very much for having yes, me. Yes. Lovely well, to speak ne- to you. Next, next time we'll just have two hours of Jared content. It'll be better. <laughs> yeah. Have, have a wonderful day. Have yes. a good, good night, everybody. Take care. <laughs>